are two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week. Another episode of Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. I'm your host, 30 and Still Gaming, and joining me each and every single week is Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, bro? Playing a game. Are you playing a game? Yeah, I gotta finish. I mean, this guy from Chicago, almost are, are, what, what game are you playing? It's an Axe and Allies. Oh, Axe and Allies on the cell phone? Yep, yep, yep. All right, well, well, Sarge is doing that. He's, he's... He just he, he just got diced real bad. He just got diced real bad. And so I think it might be over. Is it a microtransaction game? No, there's no microtransaction. That's a, it's just straight up buy the game, play a game? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Crazy. Is it? <laughs> in 2022? Yeah. Yeah. Is it crazy? Yeah, it is crazy. It's amazing that you can find a game that you bought and then played with no microtransactions. It really and is. And I'm playing online. That's amazing. I don't, and it I, works. And on your phone. That's, that's amazing. And it works. Yeah. You know what I forgot to do, though? What's that? I forgot, I forgot to get rid of uh, the Discord stream and bring up chat. Oh. Uh, he, he got engulfed in, into the game. Uh, yeah, because I did. Oh, wait. I got I got. So, so Generation X Gaming, a weekly podcast, goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. We're live Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern, uh, about 48 weeks of the 52 weeks a year. Uh, so it's not not too bad. If you guys like... That's a lot, that's a lot of weeks. That's a lot. That's a lot. There's, not, there's not that many weeks in a year. Uh, if those of you that like what we do here, you can help us out in many different ways. First off, hit that like button down below. It helps us out. So please make sure you share, like, subscribe those are all the free ways you can do it leave a comment down below uh talk in the chat live it all helps us out we are in subscriber mode only on youtube you also can watch us on twitch uh if you'd like to uh help us out over on twitch you can hit the follow button it's absolutely free if you'd like to go above and beyond this these steps to help us out you can hit the uh subscribe button over on twitch which is 4.99 or use your twitch prime uh, you can use bits. You can hold a bunch of stuff over there. Or on YouTube, we have gifted memberships now. We have memberships for $0.99, cents, $2.99, and $4.99, all different stages. Uh, and then you can also do Super Chats while we're here. Uh, you don't have to do any of these things. You can just sit here and enjoy the show. But if you do like it, doing one of the free things or paid things does help us out. And we do appreciate uh, you guys coming out and hanging out with us on the live shows and after the fact. What's going on, Krebsy? What's going on, Water? Dope. What's going on, everyone? Dupless. <clears throat> Not defending anything, but for some comparisons on No Man's Sky are a little overstated. Uh, sure. Um, we'll, we'll talk about that for Starfield. We'll, we'll show some uh, footage and whatnot. Uh, because nobody can defend Star, uh, uh, Starfield right now because you know as much as we do. So based on just first impressions of the actual videos and whatnot... You Are can talk about that right, right away. No, no, like, right I'm just, away. I'm just no, oh, okay. no, no, yeah. Okay. So on today's show, we are going to talk about uh, uh, Valheim. We're going to talk about Asmogold. We're going to be talking about Starfield. We're going to be talking about Redfall. We're going to be talking about 
Xbox Bethesda showcase that happened on Sunday overall. Uh, what's over there? We're going to talk a lot about uh, Overwatch had some information today. We're going to be talking about Sonic Frontiers a little bit, Sarge. A lot of people played it and they have their thoughts on it. Uh, so uh, lots of different topics we're going to talk about uh, along the way on the show today. Uh, so before we get to any of that, what have you been playing, Sarge? Since you're playing right now, you're playing something. What have <laughs> well, you been playing? I, well, first of all, there was that awesome, epic game of Minecraft. I, I like which Minecraft. Which is like watching... Listen, listen I know... It's like I, watching listen, paint dry I know, for some people. I know that half the people were like, what the hell are these guys doing, right? But I kept checking chat while we were playing. And there were 13, 14 people. They must have had it on the background at yeah, midnight. They're yeah. just watching us. We were so I know there's a I know I went, there are fans of Minecraft. And, and listen, and I heard everyone screaming, just look it up. Just look it up. Yeah, no. Just look it up. Like, nope. No. We have to find our way home on our own. That's right. And we did. You got a you got a map this time, right? I want to try to see if we can use the map. And we and we did. We did find our way home. Uh I I love Minecraft. But you realize, but you realize that we left from the right and we came home from the left. Which means we went around the entire world. No, no that's not what we did. No, well, we went we went around. No, no, no. You, what yes, what happened? No, what happened? I looked at the I looked at the stream. Okay, yeah. we went south of our, our our village of where we were, and then we went east, right? And then when we went east, we went up and then in and then up through the center and then came back around to the top and then we hit the the, the land. When we left, we went south went back west, went up again to the north, went far to the left, going to the west, then came back down. <coughs> we we surpassed, we went past the point of where we can, went south, went underneath, came back, and then went went back around. We were lost for an hour and 54 minutes uh, was, trying, trying to find awesome. the place. I love that stuff, yeah. though. I, I, yeah. Listen, the whole point when you play that game, honestly, and you can't do it when you're by yourself. It's a different game. Oh, yeah. when, you're, when you're when you're playing with people, it's just shit talk. You just sit around and talk, right? You talk about what you're doing and you talk about other stuff. That's all it is. I, I look as all the games I play with all the great graphics and the and the and the gameplay and all the different mechanics of the games and all the RTSs and real. I love playing Minecraft. Minecraft to me is just it's very complicated now. it's 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 super complicated now like like There's, if you're a kid if you're a kid you have no idea what i'm doing you're on my level super oh no they, like you're just doing basic stuff but as you progress and learn they, what each block they does know which everything is, there's so much stuff to know my there's so much stuff okay to know. so my son was i he goes i told him we played the other night and he's like let me see i go I, I streamed it he's like oh and he started watching it and as as i as we were doing stuff like we got hit by the guardian he's like oh you got hit by the guardian temple the the the, the guardian of the temple he's like oh you got a uh, mind mind whatever i don't even know what that's he knows what it is right uh, fatigue mind fatigue he's like oh you need milk for that like he knows everything he's like you need to do this oh you should have done this why didn't you make a map why didn't you go over here why didn't you do this i was like bro <laughs> bro relax <laughs> you're 7 relax yeah. he knows everything about the game uh yeah I I think it's it's calm it's it's adventure it's it's uh like there's just so much to do I I just love the game the the game is just really really fun I I love playing a game that's not broke Elite says yes yes Sarge is playing so, one right so you, now so you so you haven't played a game in a long time then Elite huh <laughs> what have you been playing <laughs> he's 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 booting up the what, Atari twenty six hundred what game from twenty eleven are you playing yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. Uh, D Mackey says IGN's argument that Starfield is the same as No Man's Sky is pure. Uh, uh, what is that? What's that word? I, I I don't know that word. I'm sorry. 
Where, 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 where? Heresy? Heresy? Where, where is it? Yeah, Who said it? It says Yo Sarge right underneath that. <clears throat> but, but yes, both Sophist games. Sophistry. Ooh, good word, DMAC. I, I don't know the oh, word. I don't, even, I don't even remember what that means. I got to look it up. I don't know what that I, means. Good word. I'm proud of you, chat. God okay. damn. I but thought, yes, both games are uh, was, in I the same genre. Was like look, we'll, we'll make the comparisons <laughs> of what... Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll make the comparisons of what Starfield and No Man's Sky are. We're not there yet, though. Uh, enjoy the attention the comparison the video got yeah, them? Yeah. yeah, but look. Here, look, here's the same MO that happens every single time, chat. A game comes out that you like. Let me, let me name one. Halo. And then people start defending Halo. And then Halo's still broke. People like Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk comes out, people defend Cyberpunk, it's broke, right? And then you guys are eating, you're eating crow, man. You're eating crow. You, you guys are defending these companies like they're your brothers and sisters in the war, right? They're not. They don't give two shits about you. So when someone criticizes, criticizes a game, that you like or love that you spend $60 on, calm down. You didn't you didn't invest into school $50,000. You should start defending Diablo Immortal if you're if you're spending $5,000, right? When you're up in those prices, then you can start defending them like they're brothers and sisters in battle, okay? But when you spend $60 on a video game and we start shitting on a video game, you, you need to calm down with your with your defending of of these things because you love a, a franchise, okay? Because that's just what it is. It's it's a company that's making a game, trying to make money off of you, and hook, line, and sinker, you guys fall head over heels over a game, and then it shits on you, and you're like, well, the shit wasn't that bad. Right, right. He only put he only put his hand in my ass up to his wrist. That's all he did. It's just the wrist. Accurate criticism is great. Inaccurate helps nobody. That's not true. That's not true. First of all, well, none of us... <laughs> the game's green! Right. Here, here, here's the greatest. Here's the greatest thing, right? Uh, Diablo Immortal says that you can't pay for any gear, right? They they said this a while ago. Of course not, but you're paying for gems, which gets you gear, right? It's all the wordplay of what they Certain say, event, right? Around the corner, it's all wordplay. Little reach around, right? So when people start setting their minds to what they say, right? They 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 constantly they constantly word something where it says like oh it's the largest game in the world but and then they say something and it, and it circumvents what they what they've actually said right <clears throat> I'm blowing my load too soon we haven't even started yet we're still on what we've been playing this, this is the opening yeah we, what we've been playing them fighting words okay let me get let me get my good shirt on. <laughs> Ellis Smoker says. Uh, before the update, No Man's Sky was shit. Give Starfield a chance. We are. Right. We right. are. I, I haven't committed. It's not even I, out I yet. It's not out yet. I can't say anything. Here's what we I will say, We can give our though. first criticism of what, right. what we right. saw. All right, so here's what I will say for those of you that actually show up on time. Here's what I will say for now. Okay. What I'll say is this. If a game is due out in November, one of the greatest games that everyone's been waiting for right. for over 10, 10 years. years. Right? Game was coming out in November. Even though the game's not coming out in November and it's coming out next year, even though, okay, you should have sold me that game right now. You should have told me all the highlights of the reasons why I wanted it, all the highlights of the stuff that you're proud of making. 
You should have talked the shit out of that game. Yeah. So I'm I'm sell, mad right now sell, sell that I have to wait another year. Yeah, sell me on right? the year. So I would still wait for it. Six, instead, right, six months instead to a year. they tiptoed around a rock and they just said, oh, yeah, it's the greatest customization ever of a character. <laughs> oh, it's the and you get to customize your own spaceship in a game in space. Right. Th that's th it. That's what you got, man. This that's what you that's your selling point. Ten this, years, this, baby. Ten years. This, this that's is the, your selling point. This is the same thing. I haven't I haven't begun to talk shit about this game yet. I haven't begun to talk right. about I'm 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 just I'm putting the ammunition in the cannon <laughs> for the next year. Ammunition in the I, cannon. I, I love because, the people. I love the people that on, defend man. a come game. On. These are the same people that defended Fallout seventy six when it first launched, and they're like, no, no, it's it's just like a it's just like Fallout, right? And and Fallout was Fallout seventy six was a broken game when it came out. People are like, oh man, give it a chance. Look, when when more things are broke than fixed. Over the years of of games being released and and uh, and shown off, the, the average is is on the bad side. So when you say something bad about a company or criticize a company because of certain things, you can't just. I'm sorry if you guys get get mind wiped like Men in Black every time a brand new game comes out by the same company that dicked you over the last time. I I don't do that. We we call we call it how we see it. And guess what? Most of the time, majority. Of the time, we're one hundred percent correct. One hundred percent correct. Oh, let's discuss. <laughs> but Diablo. No, the Diablo. We're not. We're not doing Diablo. Oh, we're not doing Diablo. No, not the not Diablo right. yet. Yeah. Uh, other games that we've been playing because we're still on. Uh, the other games that we've been playing. I played Snowrunners again. They had a new uh, little update a couple of weeks ago. We I just downloaded it recently. It's a Tennessee map pretty fun uh you can you can race you can race co-op wise inside there and there's like little events that you can do in snow runners snow runners to me is a is a fun game when it came out it was a broke game i remember playing that game and uh my trailer would fall through the map as i'm going over a bridge which was infuriating because you would have to travel three maps to get to your location to deliver some wood and as you're going across the bridge all of a sudden it just falls through the fucking the, the bridge and just falls apart and you're like, what the hell? They fixed that about two months after launch. It's been about two and a half, three years now. And SnowRunners, I have to say, is probably one of the better games out there. Yeah, Tiny, SnowRunners is the Dark Souls of Truck Sim. It is. It's brutal. The Dark Souls yeah, of Truck Sim? it is. That's exactly what it is. It's the Dark Souls. The, the, the map is one giant boss that's ready to kick you in the nuts at any moment. Mm -hmm. You drive across the whole map, and all of a sudden, one little one little tree bumps you, and your truck goes and like tips over, and you're like, "Nah!" You have to recover it or grab another one. Uh, yeah, Mud Runners, Snow Runners, they're they're both brutal, both great games. Uh, if you like a truck sim game or a driving game, the detail of that, the physics of that game, it's a really good game. It's a really fun, good game. If you like truck sim type of games, there's another game coming out. They announced. Uh, it's called uh, Alaska Trucker, and what they do in Alaskan Trucker in the, in the trailer that I saw is they do what they don't do in American Truck Simulator, the simulation game on the PC, where in, in, in American Truck Simulator and a Euro Truck Simulator, you're just driving the truck, but in Alaska, uh, Alaska Truck Simulator, you actually get out of the truck, and you can walk around, so you have to actually groundbreaking yeah no it is you have to like plug in the stuff hook up your trailer you have to take care of other things you have to sleep you have to you can sleep in american truck simulator but 
they actually let you walk around the world that you're driving around, which which means that it's a much smaller world. But we'll see. That's why it's only Alaska, and not Europe, you know, or the United States. Uh, but yeah, so American Truck or uh, Alaskan Truck Simulator is coming out, and I believe it's coming to Xbox Game Pass on day one. I think it comes out in October or something like that. Um, any other game you're playing, Sarge, besides Axis and Allies on your phone and Minecraft? And, and Minecraft. Um, Have you gone back I, to Division I, the last week and a half or so? I, I really haven't. Yeah. I, haven't had, I haven't had the urge. Um, I, I, it's still on there. I haven't erased it. It's still there. Um, I tried a couple other stuff that was on Game Pass. Nothing really stuck. I mean, I'm in class all week. I have, I come home, I'm burnt out, and I go I, I go right to bed. I haven't really been playing much. So I, I logged on to Division the other day, played a couple, you know, control points, whatever, and I noticed the 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 guild leader, which should be me, which yeah. is not me. Did he log on? Yeah, he was at 50 days, then he logged on. And oh. I, I, yeah, so Just now send him an email, bro. Just yeah, send him a message. It's okay. He can have it. <laughs> I, I honestly don't care. There's so many problems with Division 2 right now with uh, their balancing and stuff that they're doing. A lot of the community is getting uh, pissed off about it. Uh, I, I just go in and play, but there's, they're, they're still having issues with connection issues on the PC. They still haven't fixed it yet. Uh, and they say that they're going to fix the issue on uh, uh, UT16 when it comes out uh, for the uh, PC users. Uh, PC users. Uh, other than that, I'm trying to think of another game I've I played. I played one other game. Oh, I've been playing Marvel's Avengers again. Uh, they have an update coming out soon. With I think next week or Ju June 28th probably is when it. What day is the Tuesday or Thursday? Uh, Mighty Thor comes into the game or Jane Foster. Yeah, 28th Tuesday, either the 28th or Thursday, June 30th is when the next character comes out. So I'll be playing again to level up that character uh, and then level up my other characters. Uh, they've done something good in the game. I know it's hard to imagine, but they've done something good where you can actually level up your characters now without playing the raid uh, and the OLT. So you can do the event, you can do OLT, and you can do the raid to get your character up to 160. And once you're at 160, you can no longer do the OLT to get uh, power gear. Um, and you can't do the normal raid. You have to do the elite raid or you do the events. Uh, and then you can still level from 160 to, to 175. So... If you're a person that's got a character over 160, don't bother doing the OLT or the regular raid. Just do the elite raid and the events. And the events only happens once every two weeks. So if you complete it in one week, you, you can just log out or whatever. Uh, right now, they're also doing a triple XP for Hulk. So if you're a Hulk player, they're doing triple XP for Hulk this week um, for, the, for the remainder of the week, up to the 23rd, I believe, uh, for, for Marvel's Avengers. And that's about it. We're going to be playing tonight, guys. We're going to be playing... Uh, let me bring up some footage. Uh, we're going to be playing this game uh, this evening. Uh, we're going to be playing this tonight, which is uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, Shredder's Revenge, which is basically Turtles in Time, the the predecessor of the game. Basically, it's like a... It's, it's just basically uh, a arcade beat em up and this is one of my favorite games of all time when it was in the arcade and also on the uh the nintendo back in the day way 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 back in 1992 when it came out uh i started playing this a little bit this afternoon with my son and my son absolutely loved it he doesn't even know who teenage Mutant turtles are i was like do you know who these guys are he's like no they're just turtles that that are ninjas right i was like perfect let me let me show you perfect who, right let me, I, let me I, I don't even have to explain <laughs> right. it to you let me let me show let me show you what this game's about and he I absolutely loves it. it what's going on feed 
right? So uh, we'll be playing this tonight. Me and Sarge and any member, first members, if we don't get a full team with members tonight after the stream, uh, we'll we'll take anybody else that wants to play uh, and, and have six players on the screen. It should be very chaotic and fun all at the same time. Uh, that's tonight after Generation X Gaming. So we'll be doing that today. Uh, I know, I think Sean already leveled up past the game to unlock Casey Jones. So I think he's got Casey Sean. Jones. I think, Damn I, it. I think I'm going to use... Don't think, even wait, bro. I, Come on. I, I, I think I'm going to use April O'Neil. I tried all the characters this morning. I said, I want to play anybody but April O'Neil. But then I used April O'Neil and I was like, you know what? She's pretty OP. I'm going to, I'm going to put her in. So they did level up the game a little bit where you have levels. It's cross-play, D-Mackie. It doesn't matter. You can play on the Switch. You can play on PlayStation. You can play on Xbox. You can play on, I think it's on PC as well. It's cross-play across the whole thing. So, yeah. It doesn't matter what you're, uh, what you're on. All right. So I'm, I'll be anybody in the game except Raphael. Okay. I'm not going to be Raphael. He's actually pretty because, good. Because <laughs> because because Psy are not weapons. It's a utensil. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not, the, I'm not going to be The two Raphael. characters that are slow walking, which I don't like, or three characters. There's three characters that walk side sidestep, which is Michelangelo, Donatello, and Shredder. They they walk really slow. They move slow, but they reach far because they have the nunchucks, the, 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 pole, the pole, and then the, 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 the cane. So. The staff. The cane. I haven't unlocked her yet. I'm on episode 13. Unlocked her. Wait a minute. Do you think Casey Jones is a girl? Oh God. Oh God, Sean. Casey Sean. Jones is a is a dude. Sean. Oh Sean. come on. Sean. Come Sean. On. Sean. Oh Sean. God. Oh Jesus. Showing Sean. showing something. Uh, Sean. Just, just exposed yourself. Sean. <laughs> Sean. <laughs> oh man. Casey on, Jones bro. is a dude, dude. On, yeah, no, it's all right. All right. You lose your you lose it though. You lose it though. He, you're no longer Casey Jones. Water, you're up. You're Casey Jones, because you know Casey Jones is a dude. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's good though. What's going on, Mo? What's going on? Yeah, it's a, it's a good time. It's a good time. I had fun playing the game, uh, and I look forward to uh, to playing it tonight. It's, it takes about two and a half hours. We're we're playing the game until we unlock her. <laughs> until we unlock Casey Jones, Sarge. We're gonna play the game until we get we we get her unlocked. <laughs> uh, it just, it just sends mixed signals, Gritter, because the Chinese have been around for thousands of years, and they never used silverware they use chopsticks because silverware to them is barbaric and the chopsticks is the proper way to eat food and i agree with them and so to have a weapon that looks like a fork is just right. just wrong i, I get the sword <laughs> i get the sword i get the nunchucks i get the whole thing asian culture i get it just the sigh or just oh greater if you want to play like, with us you're more than like, welcome to join us after the stream like like besides turtles is there any other movie that was done well and did well okay where sigh were the weapons the answer is no. Do, I know which movie you're going to say, do, and the answer is still no. Do, do you know why Raphael was so angry in the uh, in the cartoon and and because uh, he had size. Because he had size. Yeah. Because he what, had size. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's why, that's why he's like, ah, oh, these are these are not weapons. He could he could have grabbed anything else, right? But no, he he grabbed those. You know, oh well, you know, you lose some, you win some. Uh, so. 
let's uh that's it for what we've been playing we haven't been playing uh too much uh we, we didn't even start yet yeah we're talking about talking about what we played yeah that, that's oh my god this show's gonna go this show's gonna go rough uh, we're gonna start off we're gonna start off uh i guess do you want to start with diablo you want to you want to talk Come about on, chicago just give up <laughs> God, Sar damn. Sarge is literally playing Axis and Allies while we're playing the stream. Very, okay. very professional. All right, listen. First of all, usually you could play by turns. Like, I'll take my turn, and then you have 24 hours to do the, the other guy has got 24 hours to do his turn, right? This dude happens to be actually home, and so the turns are going like this. Okay. So, why would I put the phone down and have to wait 24 hours for a turn when the uh, kids are already still on? Maybe because you're doing a show right now. Oh, no, it's too rare. <laughs> <laughs> too rare all right so the, the first topic we're going to talk about is that look in the last like year and a half eh, almost two years i've been watching a lot of asthma gold okay i like him he reminds me of me good dude right good he dude. reminds me he reminds me of me i think he's in his early 30s or something like that and the dude the dude's a millionaire a uh, multi-millionaire uh because he's a streamer that's not why i like him but i like his takes i like watching him i like his info he knows he knows games, man. That's what he does. He plays games. He knows a lot about the stuff. He knows he's got a lot of insight uh, on what it is. And a lot of people don't like his uh, opinions on stuff. But you know what? That's okay. You're not supposed to agree with everything that anyone says. Okay, You're supposed to have your own thoughts and process and, and take the good and bad of what he says. Asmogold did something that we always talk about on this show, Sarge. We, we oh, talk about... Oh, I, know story, I know what story you're talking okay, about. We talk yeah, about yeah. this all the time. You, in particular, always say that we need to be protected there needs to be a protection act for people with uh you know with uh predatory consumer, protection. Yeah, consumer yeah. protection with predatory actions and stuff and asthma gold uh has reached out to ted cruz to talk about video game gambling now the twitch streamer asthma gold uh the gambling in video games has been excuse me a hot button issue among both members of the gaming industry and the world at large in the recent years many of them criticize gaming companies like epic games EA for inclusion of loot boxes and EA's FIFA franchises, particularly coming under fire underneath the Ultimate Team uh, uh, game mode and the overwhelming, uh, the overwhelming uh, for the Ultimate Team and the uh, and gambling uh, systems spreads platforms like Twitch, where gambling games and stream games have become popular categories in the platform. Now, throughout his time on Twitch of Talents, Asmogold has been uh, opposed to loot boxes and other similar gaming elements. Now, he has said he's okay with. He thinks that developers should have the right to make the game that they want, okay? And he says they can have monetization in the game, but they should not have gambling elements in the game uh, for that are that are sold to, to young kids, right? So he says, uh, previously stated that he would not play Genshin Impact due to the game's monetization model and criticized popular MMORPG Lost Ark for similar reasons. Now, the scrutiny between loot boxes and gambling has even led to countries like the Netherlands and Belgium uh, to ban microtransactions in games. And in recent streams, Asmogold revealed that he's taking steps to get the United States government involved in the issue. During his Twitch stream on Sunday, Asmogold revealed that he recently attempted to make contact with Ted Cruz's office because he is in Texas. So uh, referring to the well-known U.S. senator from Texas. While Asmogold was quick to point out that nothing may come to attempt the streamers, was hopeful, but the chance to discuss gambling in games with the senator. He believes that the argument may benefit from the state's heavy rep Republican background, referring to loot boxes and indoctrinating kids 
into gambling. Uh, as Magold has also pushed to involve the U.S. government comes to the newest and recent trend that he's seen many governments worldwide taking action against the gambling mechanics. Alongside previous mentioned Dutch and Belgium governments, uh, Brazil was reportedly considering banning loot boxes as well earlier this year. And EA was also in the subject of 2020 class action lawsuit in Canada over loot boxes in Madden NFL and NHL franchises. Mobile games have also come under fire in inclusion of gotcha mechanics, the Genshi Impact, Raid Shadow Legends, amongst most notable and obviously... Um, you know, uh, Diablo Immortal uh, has been rumored also been removing uh, loot boxes from Overwatch 2. Halo Infinite also notably saw loot boxes absent from their game. So nothing has come from this yet. No, no, but but the beginnings of the attempt are being made. Correct. And I and I think obviously Ted Cruz probably doesn't know who Asmogold is, but his people, no. <laughs> once he reaches out and says, hey, there's this big streamer out there, and Ted Cruz would be like, what's streaming? Is that like the Roku box on the YouTube? And it, that, that's what Ted Cruz would talk like, right? And they would say, no, there's this there's this guy who streams video games for a living, and Ted Cruz would be like, wait, people stream video games for a living? That's not the point, Senator. Listen up here. There's gambling inside this, and this could be good for you for, for to, to, to run on or whatever, right? So obviously... I think this is the step that we need as gamers. I think more people that have influence in, well, in, the, in the gaming sphere that can speak for the, the masses or whatnot for the industry. And this is the, a good first step. It is a good first step, but think of it this way. Think about the outrage from the Star Wars debacle. Okay. And that wasn't even really gambling. Right. Considering what it was compared to this. Right. Yeah, definitely psychologically manipulating. Right. Absolutely. Right. Okay. However, they focused around Star Wars because Star Wars is for kids. Okay. Right. Diablo, in their mind, isn't for children, so they're not going to probably react the same way. Sure. But if they're shown and they try to explain to them the game games are for kids, this game is for kids, and this is the kind of stuff that's in it, if you don't react to Diablo, but you react to Star Wars, then there's something wrong. There's something wrong. Yeah. There's... Take that, Chicago. Yes. <laughs> game over. There you go. Now I get Sarge's full full attention. Don't start another game, Sarge. Don't I'll you start another game. Don't you do a rematch I gotta now. 10, I, gotta, I gotta do it 10 minutes before someone shows up. No, no, no. We're good. <clears throat> so all his PR teams needs to, is today is Senator. We need a pro to protect this, the kids. That's it. That's basically all, right. all they need to do, right? So look. Nothing might come of this at all, but it's nice to see a person like Asmogold, who people look at and think he's a scumbag or whatever else or a slob or whatever, but he, he's got his streams that he just had for the last two weeks with, with uh, Diablo Immortal, uh, him spending the money. He was doing it because he even jokes. He's like, calm down, Chad. I'll spend your money as fast as I can, right? He. He, he's not a greedy guy, right? He he knows he's rich. He doesn't like people tipping him. He he makes plenty of money from different things. He's like, just enjoy the stream and, and, and whatnot. And he appreciates people that do stuff. He's a simple guy, lives a simple life, okay? Doesn't flaunt his money or anything like that. And he doesn't like gambling, but he shows you that. And a lot of people think he's serious. Like when he's playing Diablo, like he's spending $3,000. His personality. Yeah, his personality. You, 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 you have to watch him for a little while to understand his personality. Yeah, right? So- uh, think of the 40 plus year old kids that need protection. Yeah, but it, it, that's just it though. It's not, it's not about the, the adults 
spending the thousands and tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands and millions of dollars on gambling stuff. It has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with younger kids under the age of 21, 18, 16, 14 that are playing games that have loot boxes, uh, surprise mechanics, kinder eggs, whatever you want to call them, EA. Okay. And that's what they're trying to protect, right? That's what they're trying to protect. Obviously, if you're a 40 year old person and you're spending the money you have, fantastic. If you know you have a problem or it's not a problem and, and you know where to quit and stuff, then it's not a problem, right? Right. If it's not a problem for you, then it's not a problem. Okay. But there's, it's a problem for people that don't know it's a problem. Right. And that's, and that's the thing. BK says, protect the kids from loot boxes, but not uh, being killed in schools. Well, you're going to, now you're, now you're t- jumping to a complete other thing, but you're absolutely right. Right. You're absolutely Same thing. Right. Pr- pr- protect the kids means both ways, yeah. mentally and physically. Right. Obviously, Asthma Gold is, is not going to go out and uh, protect kids from guns. Right. So he's not that type of person. There's other people. Colossus, Colossus right. to protect right. kids from guns. Right. So he's doing his part from what he can do to protect kids from other aspects. Right. And that's what it is. I so it's, it's one a, step closer. I think we should have we should have uh, school, uh, I guess, like little information things like that. Like um, what were those things we used to have? Um, rock, schoolhouse Rock. Right. Teaching the kids what to do in case something bad happens, but using Marvel characters as right. the heroes, right? I think that would be a good like, thing. Like a good the, first the, step. <laughs> the, the public service announcements, like the GI Joe used to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. same thing. Yeah. Except it has, to be, it has to be a little bit more upgraded now because well, times have changed. Yeah. Well, they taught. Listen, there's got to be they, animated characters with quick with with quick cuts uh, and colorful listen, backgrounds. They've they've always talked about serious stuff, just not a lot. Back in our day, the serious thing that they talked about, even though they didn't like talking about it, but they did talk about it, was child molestation in the Different Strokes episode. Right. That was something that was very serious yeah. at the time. Yeah, I remember Those that. of you who were old enough to know about it, they did an episode where they explicitly decided that we were going to discuss this thing. And right, we didn't have riots. Right. right? It was something you needed to know. I don't see why we can't go back to those days again and every once in a while put one of these kind of episodes on for a show. Yeah, if you if, if you if, if you watch shows now, they don't actually have. But that was also part of the Reagan Act, right? When Reagan when Reagan was in office, he said, well, uh, "Don't do, don't do drugs, not no, don't no, no. do kids." No, no, no. It was it was shows in the eighties that like GI Joe, Transformers. They all had to have some sort of lesson to be learned. Lesson. Yeah, it was it was part of a. a uh, there, I, there was nothing wrong with that. Yeah, watch your yeah. favorite show, and in the middle of your favorite show, the guy comes on and goes, "Hey, don't steal." Yeah. Uh, don't right? get don't do, get in vehicles do, with strangers. Snake eyes, yeah. Snake eyes says don't steal. He yeah. didn't say that. Yeah. Snake eyes. He goes, <laughs> don't steal. Chops off don't a kid's steal. hand, and, and the, 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 does the the Matumbo no no no? Yeah. All right. Well, that would be today. Yeah. Slices today off, the hand, off the hand. And he's and, like, no no no. Yeah. Actually, don't, can, don't steal. You, you get a Middle Eastern guy to do the commercial because that's what they do over there. If you steal, they cut they off, cut off your hands. finger. Yeah. Or finger. Yeah. Oh. Well. Yeah. Not, there's not a lot of one-armed people in the Middle East, so apparently nobody's working. Yeah, or <laughs> well, actually, if, if you do see people, that means they escaped. Right. That's, that's what I, right. What they, you, have to, you have to be caught. You have to be caught. I got it. All right. The the next story I want to talk about is uh, Sonic Frontiers. I'm not going to show uh, footage because I I want to make sure everyone stays awake. 
I don't want to show footage of Sonic Frontiers. No, footage, footage of what? I thought we already did of the Sonic Frontiers. Oh wait, yeah, we didn't do the footage of this on the show. Yeah, we did. It. No, we, we did. did. Last week. I, right, but I don't want to show footage. So why are we going to put people in a coma? Yeah, that's right. So no, we're going to talk about it because oh. certain people played the actual game now. Right. All right, we're going to talk about it. Yeah. You let me know. Sorry, sorry, going to fall asleep. Okay. So this comes from this comes from uh, Games Radar. He says I played. I played Sonic Frontiers, and it makes a staggering, awful first impression. Okay, so we've been talking about Sonic Frontiers for last week or so. It says, Sonic Frontiers is the most uh, stupefying game I've ever played in some time. I got 30 minutes into the Summer Game Fest Play Days event, and I spent the entire session blinking <laughs> and wincing like a dog in a rain, physically recoiling in sheer bewilderment, as I was not a good demo. But I don't necessarily know if Sonic Frontiers could produce a good demo. Mechanically, visually, and narratively, Sonic Frontiers makes a staggeringly awful first impression. The fact that I've seen mention a narrative in the preview should clue you into what the caliber of Sonic game is and we're uh, dealing with here. This is the first-hand demo, and anything to go by, Sonic Frontiers looks doomed to join the ranks of franchise's worst installments. Okay, It doesn't feel so good, Sonic. Okay, my Sonic Frontiers demo starts and means to go on. Low resolution, low frame rates per second. A plague by pop-in, Sonic emerges from some sort of digital wormhole and crash lands in a field of low-poly grass. It's also companioned uh, dis disembodiment voice who we're going to call Siri. Siri asserts Sonic as he's the key of everything. And on account of the ability to go fast... Uh, she asks him to track down a familiar Chaos Emeralds and less familiar Titans and still don't know what the Titans are. Understandably confused, a fully voice acted Sonic asks Siri for the, for the bits of context neatly echoing throughout the sadly Siri doesn't provide any or worse. And still, she cuts out before I can even ask her to stick, for, uh, stick to a, uh, a bite down as I realize what we've signed up for. Okay. Let's get on with it. Sonic Frontiers is not pretty. The mountain environment explore rides in my demo is bland, sparse, utterly de devoid of charm. It doesn't look like Sonic game. It looks like Sonic was dropped into a canceled PUBG map. Uh, the color and floration of the associated with the franchise is solely absent, but the Sonic still looks like Sonic, so the environment is seamlessly chasing uh, photorealism, but failing quite short of it. Okay, It looks uh, comically out of place. Uh, the visual clash is only worsened by the grid rails, boosted platforms, and other stun props clumsily peppered around the world, giving the game fragmented, artificial look altogether. And let me tell you, it did not help that the demo built wouldn't let me uh, disable or even reduce the motion blur, though the tutorial assures me that the full game will. Motion blur didn't appear to be improved in the frame rate or worsened when helping in the game, and the absolute slideshow without it, uh, at least on the PC, which is what the demo was running on, but definitely made most of the screen look like it was covered in three sheets of half-melted plastic wrap. <clears throat> <laughs> the world is too open or its own for its own good. When Sonic Frontiers was first announced in 2021, we were tentatively excited, but also unsure what the mechanics attached to the character. Okay, Sonic Frontiers briefly comes to a life when, it, when, when they can chain flashly set pieces together, but the small platforming challenges uh, found around the world just feel like a normal 3D Sonic level, uh, obliterating broken onto 20 sections of miles of ugly, nonetheless separating, uh, uh, separating them. Uh, this makes it impossible to get into any sort of flow state. The open world feels worthily lacking. It also things to do even see, and what there's often actively uh, worsened by open world structure. The combat, for example, is mostly focused on, on home, uh, homing attacks and basically follow-up combos, at least at first. Later on, you spend some skill points in the Honest to, uh, to God, the skill tree in a Sonic game on a, on a, on a Cyclops uh, move, which also lets you to ensure stuff with the circles of light. But I really only break out of the Cyclops, uh, 
the psych loop, sorry, psych loop for enemies and puzzles that clearly require it. There's also more moves and upgrades that you can have. He says, oh God, the boss battles. Okay. The combat goes from boring to frustrating when I run into a ninja, a taller android blob, or the first three bosses encountered in the demo. Ninjas attacking uh, hit boxes couldn't hit both sides of a barn. So quickly turns me into a, a much of a wrestling with the controllers. Shortly afterwards, a helpful tooltip informs that the Sonic can parry in frontiers. Okay. So he goes on. Let me just finish up here with the last paragraph. I only played in the progress build and ahead of games release later this year, but it's also the time improvement from what we saw. Nothing short of a miracle is going to happen uh, when it writes the ship. Now, that's one person's opinion. The other person who I actually uh, uh, like watch and respect is skill up. Now, a lot of people don't uh, like skill up or whatever, but when usually when skill up plays a game, he usually gives his honest opinion. He says, I played Sonic Frontiers and I did not enjoy myself. I had to ask the staff at the beginning of the demo if it was being cl uh, cloud streamed because the image looked so grainy and degraded. He said, nope, that's just how it looks. He says the text side of it was just awful at this point. Horrible pop-ins in both distance and nearby ground textures, low-res textures, choppy frame rate. The game looks kind of blurry all the time. Just so last-gen, no way this doesn't get delayed. Okay, He says also that there's a lot of... There's, there's design stuff, and the open world is so dull and vacant. Enemies are so weirdly designed. Puzzles are uninteresting. Music is out of place. And the floating rails just floating, question mark, right? I spoke to more, of, I, I spoke to more than a few people that really like this, but I ain't sure one of those people, right? So this is just another person saying the exact same thing that the other article said, right? It looks like it's a blurry mess. And obviously, when we look at it, when we look at Sonic Frontiers, you look at it and go, something's off about it, right? And I said this on my stream uh, in the Daily Grind this week. I said, look, I've been playing games since I was three. Right? I'm 44 now. I've been playing games for 41 years of my life. And it's not an exaggeration. I've been playing since I was three. The Atari 2600. I played the bowling and Keystone and Maze Craze and, and Joust and all those stuff. And I started playing. Okay, If I was a good gamer or not is besides the point. But that's when I started playing games. Okay, To today. So... If I play an open world game or if I play a real-time strategy game or if I play a first-person shooter game and I play one game and two games and 10 games and 15 games over 40 years, when you see an open world game, your expectations are already there because you're like, all right, well, we've played uh, so many open world games since 1990 and every game from there, watch your phone on the on the wire, sorry, just making the buzz, Uh so we've played so many games that you look at and go, okay, an open world game should be this. This is what it should have. This is what it should look like. This is what it should be. Now, those are just bars that were set, not by me, bars set by companies and the dev and the gaming industry themselves. They choose to level up a game with the graphics to make it pretty, right? They put things out there to make it seem like it's open. Certain companies look at it and say, well, we're tired of making games just to make them big for big, big sake to make it look like it's more in the game. Okay, that's what this game looks like. When Halo first showed their demo and everyone was defending Halo, oh no, it looks good. They delayed it a year. Okay, there was a report that the devs said that Sonic's coming out this year, this year, September, October, sometime. Okay, supposedly. Okay, and they say they're not delaying it, but all the people say it shouldn't come out. Right? People are looking at this game, going, uh, "This should get delayed." Okay, but yet. People are going to buy it, and people will spend the money on it, and it, it'll be disappointed because the game looks void and dull and boring. And we showed last week a fan-made game. Was it last week or two weeks ago? And it was ten times 
100 times better than what that game looked like from a professional. One guy made the made the, uh, the game for Sonic, okay? It was two weeks ago when we showed it, okay? And this game just looks boring. What do you, what do you think of this, Sarge, with, with, with skill up and, and, and the way the, the other guy described Sonic Frontier? Well, I remember that skill up for a long time was called shill up because everyone thought that he would shill for game company. Right. I think he's taken a different attempt at things. Uh, the way he's changed his show around from the show he did with his brother uh, to the to the once a week show this week in games that he does. Um, I think he's he's trying to be neutral. I give it to him. He's trying to be neutral. Now, once again, every individual who's old enough to know how long the games have been around for, like the games that we know of of today. Um, you like what you like. Like you, you're interested in the games you like. Just because you like video games doesn't mean you're gonna do you you like all video games. Maybe you don't like a genre, maybe you don't like a specific type. You know, there's certain things that you don't like. He does a good job, he's getting better, but you could always tell in the past what he, games he just yeah. what games he, he just doesn't just like. like. Yeah, yeah. Like he doesn't he's he not wasn't, into that kind he wasn't, of game. He was he wasn't biased or he was biased. He was well, biased. Well he's well, it's it, it, but it's not to say that it's 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 bad that you are. No, you can tell what he likes but, and what he doesn't like. And if you play, right, if you've been if you've been watching him long enough, you know right. what games he likes and doesn't really like. You can see, so you can see it with even. Hard to be, it's hard to be neutral. Correct. And, and when you see people play like first person shooters and then they have to do a real time strategy game, if they don't really play real time strategy games, they're they, not good at it. It's it's right. It's frustrating for them. It's a different. Right. They don't give it their full, like, non bias, uh, right. opinion on it. They give it their uh, bias opinion because they don't like RTSs, right? Listen, I could I could weigh this out a couple ways. I could say, well, I don't think he's old enough to know what Sonic is. I don't think he's old enough to have played Sonic. And if he was, Ooh. he was very young. Shill up. Oh no, he's, he's old not, enough. He's not that. He's not that old. His thirties. Is he? Yeah. I thought he was younger than that. I'm pretty sure. Like, I'll, I'll look it up real fast. I'm pretty it's sure. It's no big deal. I, I, I'm I'm guessing now. I don't know facts. I'm not I'm not looking up Wikipedia on special people here. Maybe he just doesn't like Sonic games. He doesn't know what Sonic games are. You know, but. After I looked at Sonic and you showed it to me, I know what Sonic is. I know what Sonic was back in the day on the Sega. So I give him I give him props for being honest. But once again, you can only say so much about a game that they're just showing you demos for. And then when the full release comes out and you can actually sink your teeth into it, then the real review begins. Right. Right. But I I don't believe. I don't believe he'll do a review on this when it comes out. Maybe if it's a slow week, he might do it. Hmm. But I'm always in, I'm always leaning towards the people that actually, and I don't mean to say this in a, in a cruel way, but even though you're a developer and you like making video games, if you're doing a video game that you didn't grow up on and you're trying to do a rehash of it and you do it in a way that looks nothing like the original game, and you're not being true to the actual game. Well, you are, you are trying you are trying to implement present day tools and present day tech techniques into an old game. Now, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But you're you sucking the fun out of it. Right. You're sucking when you try to make it too big for Listen, you don't have to reinvent the wheel, right? I don't have to have a brand new car. How about some cool rims on my wheels? Like right. redo it and give me something cool to look at and we'll replay the game. Once again, Sonic by itself is not supposed to be like a, a Mario 64 where 
it's a long play adventure game. No, and right. But like Krebsy said, they're right. trying to make it like Breath of the Wild, right? Right. Right. You're trying to turn Sonic into something that he is not. And that's the issue, right? You are trying to put the square into a round hole. That's basically what it is. Now, once again, maybe there are people out there that just love Sonic because of the movie. Right. Right? Because of the movie. That's and you're basically welcome. that's the basically and, what and, I feel like it is. And you're welcome. Right. You're welcome. You're welcome for the movie. Right. Well, so look, look at the movie, right? Someone made Sonic before Sonic came out and actually they redid Sonic. And Sonic looked terrible, right? It makes a great cameo in the new Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie, by the way. Ugly Sonic. Uh, they they moved him over there. It's a, it's a, hairy, a hilarious cameo. Why, why is the ugly one in there? It's it's a cameo. It's 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 funny. Like it's it's. What did a, he say he was fired? Does he say he was yeah, fired? Yeah, basically they're the actor. They're actors. Like they like Chip and Dale are real. Oh, and so basically he says I lost the job. Yeah, he lost the job to the other Sonic. Right, basically. I got, right. I got it. I got so, it. So ugly Sonic. That's that's his 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 mo. Like that's his that's his fame. I'm ugly well, Sonic. He's got the well, ugliest whatever. teeth. It's the it's it's funny. It's it's, it's horrible. It's yeah. horrible. Well, here so the point the point the point being is is there's there's no reason to try to dismantle something that was just so pure the way it was that's all like just ro roll with it if you're gonna do a remake of sonic like they should call that guy on the phone the guy who made the fan made one call right. him up just pay him just pay him, him and then put it on the <laughs> just call sell him it. up right. put him on the put him on the payroll and get him involved yeah right so listen, as far as i can tell in today's by today's standards the only way we're going to advance the game industry in a more positive way is for more fan games to be made you put them out open to public we notice you Put you in charge of a company and you get hired and let's get some more creative people into the right. system because what's going on now is a train wreck yeah. right you can't listen get off the antidepressants that's all i'm saying <laughs> get off the antidepressants you guys are fucking up the gaming industry you're depressed asses working too many hours you're trying to be creative it's not working yeah. it's just not working yeah, every game's like delayed everything has to be redone nobody knows what's going on everyone's burnt out like Slow down. Frontiers just seems like it's a missed opportunity. It, it's, it's a missed. It, it's a. It's like a cannon shot, and it just missed widely on on what it is. Here's the best thing. Uh, even all these reviewers, what they're talking about. My seven year old had a review of it, and this is what he said: It's not Sonicy enough. That's what he said. It's not Sonicy enough. So he's seven. He's seven. And as far and as far as I can tell, if I put Sonic on the screen oh, yeah. and someone's not screaming "Gimme, gimme, gimme," your game sucks. He plays Sonic. The, the mod or game mode that's on Minecraft. You can download a Sonic board inside Minecraft, and he plays it in that. Think about that, right? That's not the greatest graphics in the world, but you know what it does? It does Sonic. You run down the thing, you collect the coins, you do the stuff. It, it's Sonic, right? That's what he said. It's not Sonic-y enough, right? And then he asked me if he could get the other game that I showed him, the, the, the fan-made one. Right. He goes, Where's that, Daddy? He, he, did. That. he did. He said, he said, so can you buy the, the, the other one, the Somo one? And I went, well, we can't buy it. He's like, why? I was like, well, a guy made it, and it's it's his game. It's not out there yet. And he's like, but that's Sonic. And I was like, well, I, can't, I can't get it, right? And he was like, well, that makes me sad, Dad. And I was like, all right, well, I'm sorry, <laughs> right? right? So yeah. it's not Sonic so, enough. Right, not so, Sonic enough. So who's your market, dude? Who's your market? Right. right? The older people looking at it and going, this is not Sonic. A seven-year-old who knows Sonic goes, it's not Sonic enough. No, it's not Sonic I don't know. Enough. I don't know. What, yeah. I don't know what we need here. Right, I don't know what we need here. The next thing we're going to say is, well, the Marvel games are not Marvel enough. They're not. I don't have. My, I'm not a superhero. Do I get to run around, kick ass, and save people and be? No, you're going to trade cards in. Do who? <laughs> like, are we playing Canasta? What yeah. the fuck are we doing? Yeah. Like, I got cards to make moves for my guy. Can I just be a superhero, please? 
Can I be a superhero? <laughs> Holy shit. How, how can you make Spider-Man, Arkham Knight, Batman, Arkham Asylum, or, or, or not Arkham Knight, I'm sorry, Batman, Arkham Asylum, right? How do you make those games? And they go, you know what? We did these too well. We got to right. scale back and make right. people hate us for 10 years. Like, you scale back, let them all hate us, and then we'll make one good one. Like, that, that's the plan. Come on, guys. Once again, we don't set the bar. We don't set the bar. You do. And you did. You went, hey, look, guys, I can make a Spider-Man game. Right. Right? Awesome. Right? I can make right. a Batman game. Awesome. Yep. Right? Let's make a Marvel game. It's still down here. <laughs> right. It misses over. the bar completely. It's over. It's over here. Yeah. Yeah. But come on, guys. And they and they, and they, they missed they missed the they missed the mark. Like, I know, let's make this game, but let's make it a card-based game. Let's make it a let me ask you a question. God. The only the only reason you made cards in that game is talk because about, you talk you about associated because you're associating cards with kids and kids like to collect cards, and then you think the kids are gonna buy packs of cards. I don't think I don't, I don't I personally absolutely, no, no, but dude. I don't I don't think that game has absolutely it has skins. They said they've come out and said it. There's no microtransactions as far except for skins and DLCs. And what, and what the fuck do I need a card for? That's that's the cards, I guess, to play what the game and, and collect it. For? Yeah. Good Supposedly there's 60 God. hours inside Midnight Sun. So I, the, the card system is just weird to me because the, yeah, the way... 60 hours because 60 hours you, you look through your cards. No, no. Well, this is this is the way I, I, I watched a couple of videos on it. Uh, so you set up cards but the cards are randomly chosen so let's say you take three heroes out on the field it's uh let's say you have iron man uh wolverine and blade okay while you're out in the thing so let's say you take 30 cards with you okay throughout the whole process of your of the, of the battle okay <laughs> stick with me sarge okay and then all of a sudden the first turn has like three iron man cards and then no blade cards so that you wouldn't be able to play blade that first round you would have to use because it's randomly putting cards inside your your, and I, I I feel like that's a little weird, and I don't I don't want that. I want to be able to pick the character I want, do the moves I want, when I want to do the moves. But I'm going to wait and hold off on Midnight Suns because other people are going to play it. I'll watch them, see if it if it's good or not before I even take a, a shot at it. Because I don't I don't the cards to me seem like a a factor of just to make it more complicated for complicated sake instead of making it more interesting. And just being XCOM. Do you do you know the amount, like the sheer amount of comics out there for DC and Marvel? The amount of stories that are out there, the amount of villains that are out there, the amount of things that you can pull from to decide you want to focus on a game and just make a story about one of the heroes and just make a game. Just make a game. Right. How many how many fucking characters there are? Stories. And they 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 sit in a room and they go, you know what? Let's not use anybody, anything, yeah. anything <laughs> yeah, in the yeah. 75 yeah. years of comics. Yeah. Let's not use a guy, a costume, a story, no. a background, nothing. We're gonna we're gonna do Marvel games from scratch. How do you think about that, Toby? I love a challenge, boss. How old are you, Toby? I'm 23. Awesome. We're gonna have an awesome Marvel game. I can't wait, Toby. Let's get to work. Right, come on, people! Jesus Christ! Right, Craig says, uh, "Are they as cool as Garbage Pail Kids cards?" That's my bar. Uh, lightly, slightly better, and all become a whale. They're fishing for. You know what? Fucking a, Craig! You just put it out in the universe. It's gonna happen. 
there's gonna be a garbage pail collector's card. So I don't like get tops. It, man. Tops is gonna make it, and then and and they're gonna make it. Okay, here's here here here's you want to see. Damn the it, Toby! Bar? You you want to see you want to see the lowest bar for a Marvel game right now? Like the lowest bar you should do. You ready for this? I know I know this. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get flagged for this one. Right now, a game you could just sell to the older crowd. Animated Marvel chess. Oh, like yeah. Like like wizard battle chess with Marvel characters. Yeah, like the like. Boom! Done. Fix fix oh, your microphone. Just done. Just uh, done until something else comes along. Like just something. Yeah. Something to make me interested. <laughs> yeah, the Mar the Marvel the Marvel Lord. IP to me besides Spider Man and like Deadpool a couple years ago. There's there's been a few hits with the Marvel IPs, the MMO and like other games where you can play like I don't know. Ultimate Alliance, you can play like fifty characters. That's a good game. Like uh, there, you, you corrected it. What's that? Battle, ch battle chess with Marvel heroes, VR. Go, done. Cheapest game on there. <laughs> Cheapest game I, on there. I just feel like it, with the Marvel game, all you need is lots of heroes to play, lots of moves to do, and lots of villains to fight, and that's all you have to do. Okay, so base take that but, that recipe uh, and then base it around anything I you even, want. I won't even make the game complicated. You ready for this? Okay, I'm Batman by myself, mm. and realize in the game it's an open world kind of city thing, thing like maybe like um like Fable is, where the city can change over time. Okay, like that, that kind of scenario. Yep. Right. I'm in the town, and then I have to put together the Justice League. I go on missions to I find the guys. To build the Justice League, and then hear it, hear, listen to me out. Hear it out now. Once I find all the guys and do the Justice League, and I fight the boss battle for the game, once that ends, you now sell me DLC for the guys that I found <laughs> in the game, and now I get to play the rest of those heroes in their own game spinoff off of the game you fucking made. How hard is this? How hard is it to make a superhero Sar game? Sarge, Sarge is on Holy fire shit. tonight. Okay, I had a the other the other day. The other day, I had uh, a Assassin's Creed open world game, right? But with Marvel, I said, "Imagine making an X Men game, okay, where it's an open world game, and you're starting off the the mutants just begun, right? So you start off, let's say, as Todd, where you're 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 Cyclops, okay, or Scott, sorry, Scott as Cyclops, okay, and as you level up, as you level up, Cyclops." Okay, you get more power, you get more things, it becomes more. So by level 10, all of a sudden, Pro Professor Xavier comes and gets you. Okay. Okay. I changed it, Duplass. Calm down. Okay. Uh, Professor Xavier finds you and then brings you to the mansion. And when you're at the mansion, you can see other characters now. They're all young X Men. Okay. And the more you use each of the X Men, they're in school. Right. They're in school. The more and they you level up. Yes. And they level yes, up. You level up. Right. And you play through them. And by the time they're 60, that's the end game. Okay. And now you're going up against mega bosses like Magneto, like Super Juggernaut. You know what I mean? Like all of these things. Got the original X guys, right? Once you level them all up, right? Once you level them all up in yeah. end game, right? Then new X Men start appearing in the school. Yeah, you can pay for, you can you pay can, for DLC. That you can pay, you yeah, can pay, pay for, for them DLC. and then go on adventures with them. Yep. What? Put us in charge. Put us, <laughs> put us in a room. Good lord! No, no, you can't. You can't date any of them. It's not a fucking dating sim. It's just a. It's a. It's 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 an. It's it's a game. Hey, Mac, you did. You did a couple of them. You did a couple of them. You could date Rogue. You could date Rogue. Right for about uh, five minutes. Yeah. yeah. 
she steals your powers and then that's it it's over right and you could choose you could choose bad guys and good guys you could make cyclops join magneto's side right that's it you get I, it's a it's how, like how awesome would it be to be rogue but you get her late late in the game though you get late in the game that you're fighting other people and yes you get to be the you get to be the powers of other people i mean i i mean i don't i don't know on a scale fun factor here i don't know maybe about like a 103 <laughs> as opposed to like three yeah, like seriously. i don't I, what is going on in the drawing room? Do, 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 do what is makes, going on? You know what makes me laugh? Yesterday I posted uh here, let me let me just bring it up real fast, right? I know this is a gaming show, but I, I gotta show this because this this made me laugh. Okay. This this represents what the gaming industry and the movie industry. Okay, so yesterday I showed uh I'm gonna have to I'll have to pause it on this. So let me let me get you a, a shot real fast here. Uh is this it? No, that's not it. Hold on. Okay, so, oh, oh, okay, let me pause it on the before and after. Okay, so yesterday, Obi-Wan had, Obi-Wan show was on, right? And during the show, Hayden Christensen was in the show, and they had him basically be Anakin when he was 18 years old during the Clone Wars. It was a flashback, okay? So look at this, Sarge. Here's the OG clip that aired on TV, Okay. OG clip is what aired on TV and the de-aged is what a kid did or a guy or a kid or a girl or person, one person, one person did this in one afternoon after they watched the show, they, they did their first time at the end. It says it's their first time ever using deep fake with the de-aging process. Okay. Look at the difference between 18 year old, old G Anakin Skywalker. Okay. And de-aged person in their basement Okay, that fixed the thing. This is this is what I'm talking about here, right? The passion from people that are the bearded trolls at home that are armchair warriors that are more passionate about the actual thing than the people, than the billion-dollar company that's doing this. Hayden Christensen, nothing against him. He does not look 18 in the OG clip. He looks like he's 38. Because that's what he fucking is. Okay? Right. Like he's 40. Hey, okay. De-aged. This kid did it in... One afternoon. Think about what a team of people that actually gave a shit if they made a video game. That, that had six months to work on something. Right. You, you see what, what I'm they saying? Could, what, they, what they could come up with. <laughs> I don't get it, man. So the reason I show that is because of like what we just saw, talked about with, with me and Sarge just come up with a, a Marvel game. I'm sure anybody can come up with a game, but just the passion that we have of what it could be to be a, in, a, in a game. And you look at Sonic Frontiers and you look at that and go, who made that? Somebody that's a fan didn't make that. And if he did, then you're not really a fan because it doesn't look like Sonic, okay? These Marvel games, besides Spider-Man, these single-player games, Insomniac, what they're doing for Spider-Man, Miles Morales, and also uh, Wolverine that's coming out. I'm sure it's going to hit out of the park. Also, the, the, the Wonder Woman game that's coming out looks phenomenal as well. Like Batman Arkham. Like, instead of making these single-player, one-person-out-and-done, there's literally thousands of heroes, right? MMOs don't they, they don't want to make it because it doesn't make them enough money doesn't, or it, right. it doesn't it doesn't fit it doesn't fit the superhero right. genre. If you tried to make Marvel into ESO, it wouldn't work, man. Right. Right. They already tried it twice. They've tried it twice. It was DC Online. What was the other one? That other one we played, Freedom Force. Well, there's there's Freedom Force was done. The, Freedom Force was you made up your own heroes. Well, there's also there City, of City of Heroes. City of Heroes. City of Heroes. That's the other then, one. Then there was Marvel it's Heroes. Not like they haven't yeah. tried. 
Right? It's not like they haven't tried. Yeah. It it's it, it's just it it's frustrating. It's frustrating when you see stuff like this where you're like, people that exactly like like Liv said, right? The racists and bigots care more about Star Wars, right? Right? The basement trolls pride worldwide. Yeah, that's what it is. And people that like video games, now obviously I understand video games is a business, and the business is if I spent five years making a game that potentially might not sell. And then we only make one payment, right? Like we work on a game for five years. It costs us a hundred million dollars to make. It sells five million copies. We make all our money back, but they want to make all that money back as fast as possible, right? So they want to put it out instead of five years, it's two years. It's an alpha, beta, early access, okay? Preview program, game pass with microtransactions, with loot boxes, with gambling mechanics, with all this other stuff in there, because that's what makes them more money than actually taking the time, okay? And just make a game, make a game, sell a game, right? Make a game, sell a game, put it out there, and then DLC, and then DLC. But that isn't true. The gaming people are where they are right now. Because of that. For for making, taking time and making games awesome and creating a following and then making the next best game. This circumvention of quality control for their games is over-the-top bullshit at this point, right? There's no reason to get a game day one. There's no reason to pre-order. Zero. Zero. Right? Show me you know how to make a game, and then you'll give you my money. That's the way it's got to be now. Show me you know how to make a game. And there's no way to correct these guys at all because they'll release it in any condition. Right. It doesn't matter. Do you know what... Listen. Do you know what kind of shitty... Um, what, what, what kind of shittiness the game's got to be right now if you don't release it and then try to fix it along the way? Think about it that way. Right. All the games that we've gotten half-assed, every single one of them yep. has been half-assed. If you delay a game that was supposed to be due out this year, that means your game is so shit. So bad. That you couldn't even, right. It's so shit that you couldn't <laughs> even release it and then fix it along right. the way. Th- th- Think about that. <laughs> Think about it. Right. Halo. Think about it. Halo launched. Battlefield launched. And if a game gets delayed now, that means it's in, and it was supposed to release in the next six way months. Way worse condition was, than you think. Well, well, way worse than way when worse. Battlefield and them. Right? Imagine that. Because because we already know they will release a game in any condition. Yeah. Any condition. <laughs> yeah. So as we're talking about this, now let's go to the major topic that we have today. Uh, uh, Starfield. Okay. I'm going to bring up, I'm going to bring up uh, what, what uh, the comparisons? Can you, the of, can you just put the picture of the Fallout guy while you talk about this for my picture? I don't. I don't want to be seen. Uh, I'm gonna make all kinds. <laughs> I, of I don't. I don't have the the files. So you're gonna make the faces. Okay. So here is <clears throat> here is a looping thing on on YouTube about the comparisons. Now, obviously, I understand that this is just taking from a basis of it. So get ready, defenders of Bethesda, you Bethesda lovers. Okay. Right, I like Bethesda games. I've played it. I played Fallout seventy six. Right, I played I Fallout seventy six for a hundred hours and more before I played eighty two hours. And then I had a bug where I couldn't play my the two, game. It was end. It was broke. Okay, my two favorite games are Skyrim and Fallout four. Yeah. <clears throat> so here, here's the comparisons. Right, Starfield's on the top. No Man's Sky's at the bottom. It's showing you the different things that are in both games. Now, obviously, they're just showing you the comparisons of what you can do in the games. They're not saying each game is exactly the same. Okay, so. Basically, you got the base building, you got the base building, right? Now, obviously, when Skyrim first came out, it wasn't where Skyrim is today. So you can make the argument that where 
where Starfield is, is ahead of the game because it's got the same things that are in Starfield right now when Starfield's six years old. But you also have to remember that Starfield has been working on for like eight to ten years, okay, to get to this point where they are right now, okay? Something like that. It's like, I think it's like seven or eight years, okay? And when this game comes out, when Starfield comes out, I can guarantee you that this game won't be complete. And when I mean complete, not that they're going to add more stuff to add to the, the base game won't be complete. It'll be buggy, brokey mess like every other Bethesda game that's ever come out before it, right? The little charming bugs that it has, okay? This is me not shit-talking. This is me fact-checking exactly all. Fallout 3, Fallout 4, Fallout 76, Skyrim, right? Fallout Vegas, New Vegas. All of these games, and I understand Fallout New Vegas wasn't made by Bethesda. It was made by uh, Obsidian, right? Same type of glitches, though, but still a but, great game. But yeah, okay. All of these games had their problems when they come out. Starfield is not going to come out and be like this perfect game when it comes out, okay? I never said I wanted to be perfect. No, exactly. Now, it is going to show its problems, okay? Right. Their MO is buggy games. Exactly. It's, it, it's as people called it, the, the future, okay? It's, it's called features. I'm sorry, Kudapakba, right? It's called features. That's right, right? So... They're not making this comparison of saying, oh, look, it's exactly like No Man's Sky, because No Man's Sky is, is definitely has its problems. 100% has its problems. It's a much better game than it is today than it was six years ago when it launched, okay? When Starfield comes out, they're already, we're already seeing certain things that Todd says, okay? Todd says that, well, the ships, is, uh, it's customizable, but there's no land planetary from planet into atmosphere like no man's sky and out into space it's going to be instant base right and i went over this the other day in my uh, morning stream uh yesterday or two days ago uh where you're going to see your guy walk into the ship you're going to walk up to the seat you're going to click the x button you're going to get in your seat and then a cinematic is going to happen where the thing pulls back the ship starts up you go like this and then it's going to fly off and go up into space right and that's fine okay but the thing is todd says that you could pick anywhere on the planet and explore anywhere on the planet. Well, it's going to be instance, right? And he says the world's procedurally generated. And so it says apparently uh, Gathalion on Twitter says this, and I want to put it on his words because I say this, and he's saying it the same thing in a different way. He says apparently you, can, you can't seamlessly fly from space to planet surface in Starfield. That to me says that the planets are more large zones rather than planet-sized planets like No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky, you can literally fly to the planet. Like, the instance is the system itself. So that's why there's, like, four planets. They're giant, giant planets. They're small planets, big planets, medium planets. But you could land anywhere on the planet in No Man's Sky, and then you could walk, run, fly, drive, ride a, ride a animal, and you could literally take days, hours, weeks, whatever you want, and explore the entire planet because that's what it is. In Starfield, okay, it's more apparently the ability to, uh, is not there and the zones, large zones rather than planet sized planets. Now, people that will defend this will say, well, it's still going to be entertaining. It's still going to be. Uh, and that's not that's not what we're talking about. Obviously, you're going to play a game. And if you like something, you're going to like it. You're, it doesn't matter what people say about it that you disagree with. You're going to find it and go, well, I have no problems with it. I like the game. I think it's fine the way it is. OK, and you're going to love it. But to. Be naive and say, well, No Man's Sky, Star Citizen, Elite Dangerous, uh, and, and many other space sci-fi games have done this. Now, 
Bethesda has improved their games over the years, right? And we always talk about bars being set, where if No Man's Sky sets the bar of space travel, okay, and then another game comes out and comes just a little bit below that bar or a little bit above that bar, they're, they're, it's competition, right? Competition is great because it pushes the other people to try to go something better. No Man's Sky was working on for six years, and it's been out for six years. So they've been working on that game for 12 years, okay? Six behind the scenes, six out in, in, in the public. Todd's been working on this game for, for seven years, eight years, and then when it comes out, it'll be buggy or broken, right? I'm not, I'm not trying to be a dick about this. I'm not trying to compare No Man's Sky to Starfield. No. I'm comparing Starfield to the rest of the games Bethesda has made. Right, and they've raised that bar. Right. Their yeah, graphics I, are better. I get it. Right. I get it. However, however, if you're going to take elements from other games, whether you meant to or not, or, or you guys had the same kind of ideas, that if that's going to actually happen in the game, then you better do it as good. You can't be you can't have you can't be working for a game this long, right? Have an idea of what you want to do for space. Another guy comes out with a space game, and he's going to do the same thing you're doing because you're looking at his game. Like, right? Yeah, of course, what, that's of course. What, that's what we're doing. That's what Star Citizen has been doing for the last yeah. twelve years. <clears throat> well, that's my point. Okay. Right? The reason that it's one hasn't released like, is because they keep adding stuff and and changing it's, things. It's not like it's not like you guys don't have a framework to look off of. Star Citizen's been around forever. You have Elite Dangerous. No Man's Sky's been out for how long? You already scared me with the number. You said seven years. Okay. Seven. Right. It, okay. Here, here's my next thing, right? And, and D Mackey is bringing it up as well, right? He says, I would have preferred if Starfield was 10 systems with maybe 40 planets instead of 1,000 planets just to make it me think it's going to be Zagger I'm not. I'm not listening to that. You know, I don't know why I'm not listening to that. Because the same reason why I didn't listen to 16 times the detail. Okay. He said some stupid shit. To make you think, oh my god, it's going to right. be awesome. There is no reason for you to tell me there's hundreds of systems and thousands of planets, okay? If it's a shitty planet to begin with, I don't want to see a shitty planet a thousand times over. Yeah, You better give me something to work with inside well, the game, okay? I don't, need to, I don't need to have the abyss in front of me right. and say, by the way, we only have a story that's 20 hours, but we made an abyss. Have fun. Like I, that's I, not how I've a been, game's supposed to work. I've been saying this before we even saw one freaking frame of this for months and months and months, right? I said, Starfield's a first-party title. They've been working on it for years. Xbox owns them now. It's going to be on Game Pass day one, okay? No worries. There's no... Problem, problem solved. Problem right? solved. The only reason, in my opinion, now we don't know if this is true yet, okay? My prediction is that the reason there's base building is because there's going to be microtransactions in the game. So you, you're not going to be able to buy base building but you'll be able to earn that stuff by playing the game, but they're going to sell you cosmetics or base building to make it look better like they do in Fallout 76, right? The right. reason and there's we, customization... And we, and, we know that, and we know that for a fact. Why? Because they Why did, do they, we know that they've already done that in because Fallout 76. Because they're, no, because they're still mad. Oh, yeah, because of Skyrim. Yeah. Skyrim. Right. Right. So we already know. Right. We already out, know. Out, of, out of Todd's mouth himself, he said, the biggest regret we have at Bethesda is that we can't monetize Skyrim back in the day, right? This is why they keep re-releasing it and, this, and, and, and all this stuff, right? And I think he made a mistake when he said that you can explore all the planet, and then he backed out and said, of this, of this galaxy, and then of this universe, and he said, and there's thousand planets, hundreds of, uh, of, of galaxies, right? And you're, I was like, oh, why would you say that? Because here's my... Here's my Big thing here. Starfield Starfield says that there's four major cities that they developed 
and it's the biggest city, right? So that's that's the big selling point. It's the biggest city we've ever created, and then Skyrim, then Fallout. It's the biggest city, Atlantis. Okay, you're gonna keep coming back to that to get your points. Okay, there's the the gameplay is thirty to forty hours of single player if you just stay on the main campaign. Obviously, they'll tell you with articles later on that it'll be seventy to hundred hours with no with with no main story. But there's thousands of planets out there, and there's nothing to do. Why do we know this? Because we've played Star Citizen, we've played Elite Dangerous, we've played No Man's Sky. You can go to all these planets, and they're going to be boring and mundane, especially after being a single-player game. I think that they're going to put an online multiplayer action after the fact. Like, it launches, maybe not off the bat, maybe three months down the line, six months down the line. They're going to announce that there's a multiplayer aspect of this, okay, to... Make the world feel more alive. Play with your friends. Go explore these planets with each other because exploring a planet by yourself is fun for a bit. Okay? You build your base and great. Unless you're a streamer, no one's going to see your base. No one's going to see your ship. No one's going to see anything you do. It's just you're enjoying yourself and you're a basement and in your house and your attic playing the game. You're going you're gonna to be like, this is the best game I've ever played in my entire life. Okay? But it's going to be boring and mundane because that's what space travel is. Okay, it's boring and mundane. There's not going to be major cities on all these thousands of planets procedurally generated, right? It's going to be very limited, and it'd be like, why would I go all the way out to, like, the thousandth planet and build a base to do what? Well, I'll, I'll go on the good side of this. If they allow me to reach a certain level where I actually build a base on a planet and I set up the, I set up the right way, and then I have settlers come and it makes the city bigger. And like I'm in charge of like colonizing a planet type of thing. Make me feel like the real explorer. Like you set up a science base or you set up a military base or you set up like a like an actual colony. And like you're the spearhead. Like that's your job. You reach a high enough level to where like that's almost like kind of like end game. It's like, well, we need to colonize. And so it's up to you to find an area to go. Right. And then you build the city from scratch. And then that, like that kind of thing. That might and be a thing, that, right? That, that that might be a thing. Yeah, that might be a thing. I, I'd be a hundred percent behind they, they, that. that they, might had, be a thing. they had the technology in Fallout 4 when you built the city and then all of a sudden people would move to right. your city. You could, right, you could build towns right. and Fallout, and they would right. they would move to your city. So maybe that's a thing they're putting in in, in Starfield. And then in but, Fallout seventy six, they had the companions where you could hire people to do certain things for certain jobs. They're taking that correct. from that, you know. But if that was possible, even if it was a glint in someone's eye, even if it was a possibility in the game, the game was due out in November. Sell me the game, right? Sell me, I, I, sell me the game. I, I think personally, I think the big oopsie moment that people are going to come back and haunt Todd Howard is the same thing that Sean Murray did when he said uh, it's multiplayer and you can play and you can go do everything, right? This is that moment where he said there's a thousand planet or a, 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 a thousand planets, a hundred systems. This is that 16 times more detail. This is the biggest game we've ever created before. This is that moment that he said out loud that should have not been said because I would have rather, even though the procedure generated, I would have, like DMAC, he said, I would have rather had... 20 planets, 10 planets, really detailed, really like full ass planets. Okay. Now, obviously I think the load screens are going to be like a destiny. Like you, you, you click on a spot and then all of a sudden you're going to have this fly in motion that you're going into the planet and then you're going to have this, you land on the ground and you're going to be in this instance of it. I don't know. And again, nobody knows, but I don't think you're going to be able to land on a planet and then drive around the whole fucking planet. Okay. It's going to be a giant instance area. But again, what would be the point besides building a base at a certain location because it looks pretty? Build the base at that location, right? 
the reason you explore No Man's Sky and go to the 18 quotillion planets is because the purpose of that game, it's not an RPG, the story drives you to the center of the universe. That's the, that's the reason. So you're traveling, and while you're traveling, you're running out of fuel, you're upgrading your ship, you have to find different resources to make bigger things, to travel faster, to get certain things, to, to get to the center of the universe faster. All the, while, all the while you're learning. Right, all the while while you're doing stuff. And if you decide to not do that, then you just settle on a planet, and then you can do like trading routes and, 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 and whatnot. But that's the purpose of that game, and that's why people move to the center and explore planets. In Starfield, there's an RPG element. There's a storyline, a main storyline that you're doing sure. within the four major planets or cities that you're going to be doing. So to play in one galaxy, maybe two, four galaxies, okay, why would you go to Planet 1000 when you're only playing in the first 10 in the main story, right? Just to go out there to explore. And that's the thing. It's It's... The sensation it's described as being big to be big. The moments you want to have, especially if you're doing a, a space game like this, even if it was action RPG or whatever, the whole idea of being in space and people nor aren't normally in space, if it's not a tedious thing, is to be an explorer. We want to see what's out there. You want to be like the first to discover something. Like, give me the feeling that when I go to a planet, like I'm the first one. I'm the first one seeing right. this. And then let me report back to my guys, like my, my NPCs on the shuttle or in the space stations. Like, yeah, we've touched down. We're looking for this. Like, give me the, give me the feeling that I'm, I'm the first to discover the, the first guy to step off the ship in the moon, the, the first guy to step off a boat and onto a new continent. Let me have that feeling. If that's what we're going for, then I'm behind you. Let's right. do this. But don't just start throwing out stuff to me that, oh, there's a bunch of stuff. It's really big. You guys are going to have a blast. Like, I, I, we already, I, I already heard that already from Sean Murray. Oh, there's a lot of planets. You're going to be able to explore a lot of stuff. That's great, right? right. You want to you encapsulate those moments. That's completely fine. But don't, don't not say anything about, like, what you did for 10 years. Sell me the game. Yeah. It, it was due out in November. Your job right then, even if it was delayed, even that it was delayed, your job is to make me crave that game until next year. I can't believe it. It's going to be so awesome. Like, give me that moment. Give me the give me the information I need so I can say, oh, I can't wait. You guys are headed in the right direction. Yeah. Instead, we did the we did the tap dance. We did the tap dance around, and I, I, I've heard this dance before. I've heard yeah. it, and not just from them. Right? Like I've heard cyberpunk. it from others. Same yeah. shit. So like, okay, you, what you've told me right now is I'll see it when it's out. Don't care until then. I, I, I feel like, look, no matter what happens, it's going to get shit on and people are going to love it. It's going to be the same MO as all the other Bethesda games that come out. Mantis, I said that uh, the other day when I was uh, we talked about it in the morning. I showed the cutscene that happens every time you get in the ship and take off and, and takes off. That's exactly what I showed. That's exactly what it's going to be. They, they showed it. They just don't tell you that because they don't ever show you. Uh, like They also don't show you that the ship can fly within the, the, the atmosphere itself. They never show the ship flying in the planet. Okay. They show you a NPC ship coming in as NPCs come down, but they don't ever show the flying of the ship within planetary. Okay, they show the cutscene, and he goes out to space, and then you fly around space, but they never show you the flying inside the actual, um, inside the planet itself, right? Akuta Papa says, um, people thought I was, cr uh, I was crazy for saying that I like it being so open. I want the feeling of space travel, the time investment to fly from, uh, from place to place. Sure, 
Sure, I like traveling in, in No Man's Sky and going to explore certain things, but once I go to one ice planet, I've been to all the ice planets, basically, right? There's nothing in No Man's Sky, and I'm not saying No Man's Sky or Starfleet is going to have the same problem, but what I'm saying is when you go to one planet, unless you need resources, you're not really going around going, oh, I'm going to find a, a, a huge uncivilized uh, a city that's there. Maybe now, maybe in, Star in, in No Man's Sky you would, but in the beginning, you, you didn't. It was just a boring planet, another boring planet that you were looking at, okay? So... What I'm saying is I would have loved a more detail because you could literally – if they had one planet like they say they do, you could literally spend 100 hours on that one planet just exploring, going to things. But if they also have quests out in the middle of nowhere, but I don't know how they're going to do this because if it's each planet is procedurally generated, that means your planet of planet 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 will be different than my planet of 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, right? Because it's, it's procedurally generating in my game, which would be different than your game. Okay, but they're also so, instances. So, so you say. Right. Right, they're also instances. So I don't know how that's going to work, all, all, you know, overall. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. I'm not shitting on the game. I'm making references of what the game is compared to other games that are out there. I like space travel. I like going around. But it does feel like, perhaps he joked around it in the very beginning of the stream. He said, I, I didn't know Fallout 4 was going to have a space DLC, and that's basically what it feels like. It does feel like a, a DLC to, to a Fallout type of game. Like, think about this, right? I said, what about if they had Earth, which I don't think they will, and it takes place in the universe of Fallout, right? And the reason you're a space traveler is because Earth is now completely just just destroyed, because it takes 300 years whenever, after the fact, right? So, wouldn't it be cool to find Earth, land in Washington, D.C., and just see the absolute devastation of what happened through the fallout, right? That would be interesting. But at the same time, they wouldn't do that because they would have to render and show all the stuff from all the cities. Now, think if you think about um, Microsoft Flight Sim, what they're doing with planet Earth right now, right? Where you could fly over the city, but if you get real close, it's real blurry and, and, and it's not there because that's the mapping of what it is, right? But they're doing a one-to-one -one scale of Earth, okay? So if you came across Earth, you would like, oh, man, San Francisco is not there. Oh, Canada, Toronto is not there. And you would be like, uh, well, okay, I guess it's good, right? So it would be interesting if they did that, but I, I understand why they wouldn't do that. I had no expectations. We always joked about that it was Skyrim in space, Fallout in space. And you know what? It's exactly what it looks like. It looks like Fallout in space. Hey, and I'm on board with it. You know why I'm on board with it, Sarge? You know why? Game Pass. Game Pass. That's right. Game Pass. It's on Game Pass, right? So, no skin off my back, no money out of my pocket, except for that ten dollars, fourteen dollars. Doesn't doesn't have to be a great game, right? Not going to make or break the franchise. It won't make or break the franchise. That's always exactly. that's always something good you should say about you when you're making the game. Yeah, you should always say that the thing that we care most about won't make or break us. Right. That always that's always tells. Says, I knew says, I knew something was up, Sarge. We talked about this when we were playing Minecraft the other day. When the company came out with their flagship game of Halo and said, this Halo doesn't matter because it's not going to make or break the franchise, I went, that's your flagship game of your system. And if that's not going to make or break the system, that's not what they're selling anymore. They're not selling franchise games. They're selling games on Game Pass. That's their, that's their Mario. Game Pass should be a character like Sonic the Hedgehog or Mario, right? That, that's what it should be, because that is the selling point of, of Xbox and Microsoft is Game Pass. It's no longer Halo, Master Chief. It's no longer uh, Fallout Boy, you know what I mean? You know, uh, uh, Pit Boy, right? It's no longer these characters that are, that are these brands that they know of. It's just 
This is the name, and guess what? Day one, it's on Game Pass, it's on Game Pass and that's Game and that's Pass. what they're selling. What's going on, Melrose? That's all you need to know. All right, so just a sidebar because we started doing it in chat. You were when you, while you were talking. What we're going to come up with? We're going to come up with the uh, a, a, a mascot, uh, microtransaction, the mascot. We're going to make a little oh, character. Okay. Okay. And we're thinking up a name for what the microtransaction guy would be called. You know, you know like uh, McGruff the Crime Dog. Or you know, you know that kind of thing—a character name. Yeah. So we have some, we have some names listed. So if anybody else wants to cons- uh, to send us names, send them in Discord. Do you have the, um, Do you have those written down somewhere? Where Where are those at? Well, we put a couple in, but then the, the people in chat are going to rewrite them, or they're going to sure rewrite Discord. those. All right. So you we have Monty, Mondo, uh, Mickey. You know, you know, Mickey, Mickey the microtransaction, like in the, he's <laughs> like the after school special. He's going to tell you like what hi, not kid. to do. Hey, hi, kids. Hey, kids. Hey, kids. Right. Exactly. So, anybody wants to submit some names, we're gonna we're gonna take a, we're gonna take the top names that we have. We're gonna do this over the next, next couple of weeks. It'll, it'll be like uh, we're, gonna, we're gonna pick a name, and then we're gonna make a little character caricature of the of the microtransaction, and that's gonna be the mascot. Uh, it should be like I want something like uh, what, what's the thing from South Park? Uh, uh, the the poo hey, guy. Mr. Hanky? No, Mr. no, Hanky? no, no. What's what's the poo guy? The, the turd. What's his name? I thought that was Hanky. Oh, it's it? Mr. Hanky. Yeah, I want I want yeah, a mascot like that. It's a, it, it, it. Hi, ho! I'm the my Mr. Microtransaction. I'm right. here to take everything yeah. from your wallet. Right, that's that's what it needs to be. Yeah, and we'll we'll I'll make a I'll make a graphic and put them on the screen every time we have a microtransaction problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So we're gonna think of a name for the. It'll, the it'll be another A Bagoda type of character on our show. Kinda, kinda. M T Xavier. Ah, I, I like that. That's a good one. Microtransaction. Yeah, that's a that's a good one, Mantis. I like Ooh, that. That's a good one, Mantis. Keep that. Put that one down. Put, put that, that into the Discord. Put that in Discord. Yeah, put it put it in uh put it in Discord in, in general and we'll make a we'll pin it. We'll pin it into general and then we'll save the names. All right. The next thing I want to talk about is another Bethesda game that's coming out. And this is uh, I talked about this the other day. I thought there's a poor decision. I, I kind of understand why they're doing it, but it gets really complicated. Okay, so Redfall Co-op. Okay, Redfall Co-op, big downside. This looks good. Okay. This looks good. Right. The developers of vampire first-person shooter game Redfall confirmed it's some disappointing news about the game's four-player co-op feature. Okay. Arcane Studios has built a reputation of making high-quality first-person shooter experiences in 2012, and the co-op shooter where players explore the, t- uh, the town of Redfall, uh, Massachusetts, fighting assortments of vampires and cultists, and they've also been shown Redfall so far looks solid enough. And there's also a big downside when it comes to the game co-op. Uh, Redfall is a four-player co-op game with four different playable characters and four players to choose from. Each character has their own unique abilities and distinct uh, personalities. So playing through the game as co-op is necessary for players to truly get the full Redfall experience. Unfortunately, it's been confirmed that Redfall campaign progression is tied to the host, so those joining in on co-op don't get any story advancement or even uh, their own saves. Now, this is disappointing news for the for those looking forward to playing through Redfall with the friends, but it's also not all bad news. It's also been confirmed that Redfall co-op players will at least be able to keep their upgrades and loot that they get from the time they're, they're completing wasted with another player. And Redfall world, inside the Redfall world, and they also can have as much easier time going through the game on their own save, though it's safe to say that the fans would have preferred a progression was universal for all players. Yeah, so we talked about this a little bit the other day, Sarge. This is a little kind of Kind of bad, right? So let's say I start playing, you're at work, I'm playing Redfall, and I'm like, I'm playing through levels one through three, I'm leveling up my character, and then all of a sudden you jump on, okay, and you're like, hey, I'm going to jump on. Now you're level one, I'm level five, okay? Now I'm going through levels four, five, and six. Now you don't know the story now because you're not playing one, two, and three, and you're playing four, five, and six. So now you go back to your game, 
now you're going to be level five while you're just starting the game because you got the XP and the, and the loot and stuff. So you're going to have better weapons and different guns when you go back to your game. Now you're going to play solo through your campaign. Then I would have to come into your game. Now, instead of me playing six, seven, eight and continue out the story, now I'm playing your game. And I'm helping you go through one, two, and three and so on and so forth, right? So the progression, you're still getting the XP, you're still getting the loot, but now if you help me and you go back to your game, your game is going to be easier, okay? Right? It's it's a little off-putting, I guess, but at the same time, I get why they're doing it because they... It keeps they, people playing the game longer. Right, it's exactly it. They, it. It makes people play longer. There's four players. They'll add more players down the line probably. So not only do you have to play that game, I mean, basically, that's what's happening with... Uh, Marvel's Avengers, basically, right? If I in the beginning, I was leveling up my character, playing with co-op somebody, but the single players stand alone. So when you're playing by yourself, you're basically playing alone because you basically want to play the game fully because you don't want to wait for your friend. You, everyone's going to play the game by themselves in the beginning, right? And then once they're done with the story, then they'll be like, "All right, I'll hop in and play with you with this character and level up this character because." Once you go through the main story once, then you're pretty much good, right? Unless there's different stories for different characters, which I don't think there would be. I mean, if whatever the take is going to be for like the vampire powers, I'm hoping they they keep it like grounded into vampire lore. They don't go fucking so far out in left field that it's ridiculous, like OP stuff. But I like the abilities. I like what I saw. I like the animations. Uh, I like the state gun that he had. I like when they when the vampires yeah. died, the, the the disintegration animations. Like I thought it was done really well, but I'm not sure if it has the staying power of a game that they're trying to do. So it it kind of reminds me of like what Back for Blood would be, just with done with vampires. Right, right. Like is it is it one of those things where once you go through it one time, that's it? The fun factor for these kind of games is, you know reasons why you want to play well like, there's you play, a if you, there's if a you skill play tree story if you play through the story and then maybe there's like some hidden guys to find or things you have to replay but once again anything here's the problem i have with all games like this now the problem is is that every time you try to make something cool in a game like this hidden characters special abilities something that you don't know right away Somebody always ruins it by making 75,000 videos about it, and it's not something <laughs> yeah. you discover. It's not something you discover right. in the game anymore. You can't have any secrets anymore. There's nothing, there's nothing cool to look forward to if you happen to be online. You're constantly bombarded by the tricks and tips about every single game. Starfield or could be. You're spoiled, you're spoiled rotten. All I'm, all I'm saying is for these for these mid-tier games to be fun and innovative. You have to have some cool things about it that shouldn't be talked about. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. like for instance, if you get copy struck for all this nonsense, and I mean it, like nonsense. I see all these people being struck for whatever reasons, but you don't strike down for talking about the game and a secret that's in the game. That's what we should be striking. Like, right? <laughs> if I do a secret about a game, I get struck. Like, that gets struck down. You can't play the video. Like, that would make more sense to me, right? Right. If I have a mid-tier game that's got a bunch of cool secrets in it and I want everyone to play it, if it's ruined in the first day, then no one gives a shit. Right. And I'm not going to play your game. Right. Right? I mean, that's that's part of it. That's part of it. Every game can't be AAA, I, but I, the games that are mid-tier can be a reason to play. Well, if you look at, I think Bethesda with this game and Starfield, they, they might be wonderful games. But when you look at Starfield, it gets compared to Elite Dangerous. It gets compared to Star Citizen. It gets compared to No Man's Sky. And now Redfall 
gets compared to Back for Blood or any well, other why, other. Why wouldn't it? Right. You portrayed it as such. You say immediately four player co op. Yeah. Level up the characters. Find the weapon. Okay, so do I, do I get to be a vampire? It's it's a looter. No, I don't think you can become a vampire. You have special abilities, which this why, reminds me why? of Save the World in Fortnite because why the characters that you have can, can evolve and have special abilities. Like one person had like an elevator, another person had like a shield, another person could teleport, another person could go invisible. Like they had their 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 different skill trees as well. We saw a brief brief picture of a skill tree in this uh, for Redfall. And it does look interesting. I, I do admit it does look interesting. The graphics look okay. Obviously I noticed that the very first shotgun that they showed in the trailer, which was like a purple or pink uh, shotgun with like these stickers on the side and very cool looking. They had the longest amount of time looking at that on screen, and then when they started going through the trailer, they just showed real quick moments of normal-looking guns. So, obviously, again, because it's on Game Pass, and it's going to be a day one, day and day one, when Redfall comes out, there's going to be microtransactions or some sort of store, season pass, When's battle it pass. Uh, it was supposed to come out this year, but it got pushed back until the first half of next year. Okay. So... Uh, and that's the thing from the Bethesda showcase they showed this past Sunday, they showed something like 39 or 40 games, and all those games that are coming out, I think 30, I think 28 of the games uh, are coming out on Game Pass, and then the, the the 40 of them are all coming out within the the 12 month cycle of the year. So from when they showed it off till next June, there's about 50 games coming out. Uh, yeah, on, on Game Pass and just Xbox itself in the industry, which I think is great. It's a great value for for what they're doing. But a lot of these games, I I, I want to know more. Like I hate these showcases. They show stuff, but they barely graze the surface, and which makes me upset and they're, because and they're all softball questions. Right, that guy was asking all softball yeah. questions. He never, he never asked one journalistic question. Yeah. Not one. Well, it's it's a it's a promotional act, uh, activity. I don't right? care. Yeah, you're a journalist. Ask a question. So a good one. So Redfall was supposed to come out this year and they had very they showed a trailer for like a minute and a half, but you don't know anything about it. And it was supposed to come out in like three months. Are you are you getting but now it comes the, out in like twelve months? Are you getting the DLC for Back for Blood? I uh, I don't play Back for Blood. I mean I'll I'll play it if we have I people. Know. Right. I think I, I think it was a free update for Back for Blood, wasn't it not? I don't know if it was free or not. That's why I, was I think asking. the I think the last update was free for for Back for Blood. I'll play it if we have a group I'm to play. Talking with. about the, the underground cave thing, you're in the yeah. tunnel. Yeah, characters. I think like, I think know. that's the, the a free upgrade. Uh, chat, is that? Uh, let me check with Chat. Chat, anyone playing Back for Blood? Is the is the latest update for Back for Blood? Is that is that free or is it paid? Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna buy it because I don't play the game. If it's free, I'll I'll try it out. But if it's, uh, if I. If I have to I pay it, for it, it I don't. Be, I don't play it. it. Be, it might, I think it's a paid DLC. I'm not. I'm not 100 sure, but it's fine. All right. One I'll of the look it up. one of the biggest surprises, Sarge, um, that came out on Tuesday, the extended Geeksbox show, is the very first game they showed was Velheim. Now Velheim is coming to PC. Uh, well, I'm sorry, it was on PC, but it's coming to micro, uh, Windows PC. Okay, and it's also coming to Xbox. Okay. So Iron Gate says the development of the console version will not slow down the new content that's coming out. And it says they're committed, uh, they commented on Discord that Iron Gate rep says that they're fully cross-play, meaning you can play on Steam with friends 
and who are using Xbox and other combinations. So uh, it's pretty nice that they, this means the friends that you have on Xbox can join dedicated servers and you're hosting and check out the world and you also been working on for the last year. Uh, additionally, you also will not uh, need a Microsoft account to access the crossplay through apparently pro uh, progress will be synced between the play on PC Game Pass and also play on Xbox. Irongate said that currently a, it's a bit unclear whether the sync between Xbox console and Steam versions would be possible. What I like about this, and, and again, this is a survival game, right? Uh, it's cross-play. This is a, a game that I was just describing like No Man's Sky. The reason that it's like co-op and multiplayer is like you build these buildings and bases and you have no one to show. But now with the cross-play, anyone can join your server and more people can play. This is a fun game, Sarge. I think you'll like this game because this is like Minecraft. But oh God. with a Viking theme to it, you know, and there's there's boss battles that you can fight and dungeons that you can go in to explore. This will be a fun game when it comes out. And I'm really glad not only is it coming to Xbox, but it's also coming to Game Pass. Game Pass. That's right. Game Pass. So this is 100 um, percent. I'm excited about this. I, I didn't see this coming at all. Uh, when I played Valheim. But Valheim, Valheim's theme, you have to build everything from scratch. Like yeah. you, it's yeah. it's like Ark. It's like Ark. Like, yeah. you have to build everything from yeah. scratch. Uh, me, okay. me uh, I, I don't remember if you guys remember this. God, who did I play with? I forgot who I played with, and I apologize. But we built, like, the Panama Canal through one of our lakes, and we cut out the, wa we cut out the, the walls and made it from our boat from where our base was to our dock and cut through the thing and built up these walls and made a base and all this stuff, and we traveled. And then when we got there, we died. And then we had to spawn all the way back and then go, go find our stuff. Like, it reminds me so much. When I played this uh, back in 2021, the beginning of the year, I loved this game. I was like, this game is fantastic. The downside was that it was on PC, and a lot of people didn't have it. And I was like, oh, man, this is a great game. It's a fantastic game. Valheim was a, a, a great game. I'm looking forward to it when it comes to console. So uh, that's what's coming there. Uh, in other news, uh, we have uh, GPUs. So GPUs right now are below MSRP and only getting cheaper. The GPU uh, dulge uh, binge is up. GPU prices dropped 15% in May, and they've also been similar prices, uh, 10 to 15% drops each month for the past several months. So we saw the best graphics cards come back in stock at retail, and the GPU mining profitability was plummeted. It also, before the Bitcoin and Ethereum crashed again, dropping the Bitcoin from around 30000 to a, a low 20000 Ethereum from 1900 to about 1100 in the past week and bitcoin value dropped just over 30 percent with ethereum plunged by oh more than 40 percent uh this has happened before back in 2018 when they re, re uh resulted in the massive oversupply of gpu lines amd polaris gpus such as the rtx 570 and the rtx 580 went from being widely popular mining gpus being cards that you could pick up for uh, for a song and uh low-end rtx 560s cost as much as at the rx 570s four gig okay so it says, we're already starting to see some of these effects. Remember, just a few months ago when the RTX 3080 couldn't be found under $1,000, and now it's going for $650 on eBay. And we've seen listings selling groups of six RTX 3080s for a little as $2,500. That's $418 each, with the current profitability of RTX 3090 mining hovering around 0.85 per day after, uh, after power cost. So you can see a breakdown here. Uh, graphic card retail prices as of June 15, 2021. Uh, the GeForce 3090 Ti official MSRP is 2000 You can get it for $1,800 right now. Uh, you can get the uh, RTX 3080 retail price is 700 and you can get it on the online for $770. Uh, you can get the GeForce uh, RTX 30 is 500, or I'm sorry, 3070 for 500, it's 560, and then 
the card that I got is back down to 330. I paid 600, and right now you can get that for 400. So I, I, I bought mine about well, four months ago. I don't, I don't, I don't assume that the cards will be staying prices high for long once the economy starts grinding to a halt. Right. So I just wanted to put it out there for people that maybe looking for a graphics card that graphic cards are dropping uh, in price, uh, you know, supply and demand. That's what happens. Um, there's another app coming out for Xbox. Xbox app will now tell you if the game that you're about to buy runs well on a similar PC. So in the Windows section, uh, when you bring up the store to buy something here, in the bottom corner here, it'll say Sea of Thieves, installs. It says plays well on similar PCs. So it, it reads you know, your computer to make sure it runs good, and it says it will run well on similar PCs as well. So, like getting carded at the club. Yeah. So before you install the game on the Xbox app, you will soon be see a little note under the install button that tells you how the game performs on PCs that are similar to yours. The messages are simple. Play play well on similar PCs, for example, to include games you've purchased along with games on Xbox Game Pass. Uh, the senior product manager led on Xbox says that you, uh, quote, you may not see the performance check for every game, especially games that were recently added because it takes time for Microsoft to gather the information used to make recommendations. No specific information was given on how much data Xbox needs to order to make these performance recommendations. And the update will also make it easier to find games via the search bar, which also includes games from EA Play, assuming that the uh, the Game Pass membership uh, categories such as uh, side scrollers and point and click also have been added uh, to the thing. And also the game performance fit indicator update will be rolling out uh, to the desktop versions of Xbox apps soon. Other Xbox app news will also soon be available to select Samsung TVs and users will be able to use the Xbox app to stream games via the xCloud without the uh, the console and PC, which we talked about last week. Uh, as well so that's just another real quick story uh there for that uh we already got that one uh news that came out today overwatch overwatch 2 there's a lot of little little stories about overwatch 2 so overwatch uh obviously overwatch looks like overwatch is it a sequel it is and it isn't they're adding new heroes uh they're gonna be adding new maps so overwatch 2 will get three to four new heroes and maps every year okay uh, the first season of the Battle Pass, it says um, it says that the uh, decision to go free-to-play wasn't based off other games doing this. It's based off of uh, us wanting to be able to provide a much content as we can seasonally to players. Uh, he said in a group interview with the press, it says, even with the developers deny the inspiration from other games or clear Overwatch 2 will have a distinct and potential themed seasonal updates and Battle Pass challenges. And in the in-game store, seasons will run nine weeks and each one will alter between introducing a new hero and a new map. So while other while also dropping new skins and other cosmetics, Blizzard expects to release around three to four new heroes and maps every year. And that's a lot compared to the Overwatch of today. But it's also what it's get, gets uh, getting back to to its peak 2018. It sounds like Overwatch 2 is looking back at what worked, updating the systems beyond that, and spelling out a promised update candidates more clearly than ever before. Uh, so here's a, a little roadmap, I guess you could say, or a little game overview, I should say. It says, free-to-play, live service, easy for everyone to jump in to play together. It says, PvP reimagined, team up in a, fi- uh, a new 5v5 PvP experience featuring new and reworked heroes, new maps and modes, and more. Seasonal model, free updates every nine weeks to ensure there's always something new to experience. Cross-progression, play progress, and access your content seamlessly across multiple game platforms. And PvE experiences, push the story forward through PvE experiences beginning in 2023. I'm excited for the PvE aspects. They had small little PvE events in the first one, and I wish they had more of those, so there's more story there. So 
And it says content roadmap. October 4th, season one comes out. You're going to get three new heroes, six new maps, 30 plus new skins, new battle pass, new mythic skins, and new game mode. December 6th, season two, you get a new tank hero, a new map, 30 plus new skins, new battle pass, and new mythic skins. And then in 2020, 20, uh, 2023's future season, you get new heroes, new maps, new skins, new battle pass, new modes, and PvE begins. They also said there's going to be over 100 new skins coming into the game next year in 2023, and that's where they're, they're going to make most of, their, uh, most of their money. So that's what's happening with Overwatch. Now, I'll, I'll check it out. Um, I liked Overwatch. I, I, was, I was a D.Va diva player. Uh, not that I was a diva, but I played D.Va. Um, I played Overwatch for like a week. Did you? Did you? Did you play it? I don't remember you playing. Did, I, when, you did. You when played the, when the Gooch still played. Yeah, I played. I played uh, Diva and I played Soldier. That's those were my two main guys, right? When the Gooch was playing. It, was, how long ago was that? It's been a, it's been a while because the game came out in two thousand seventeen, two thousand eighteen. Yeah, it's been about four years, I guess. About four years, maybe five, five years. You're thinking of the old Blizzard. This is the new Blizzard. Oh wait, we couldn't. They they couldn't provide us with the same uh, mean, amount of content. You mean the they new Blizzard from game. Sonic? Right, Mantis. Well, that that's a good right. They couldn't. If it was a full price game, they couldn't give us the content, right? Because they just wouldn't make as much money. But now that it's a free to play game, they can have all this content because. Ching. Well, I'll be honest with you. Like you got to remember, Overwatch is part of Blizzard, right? And Diablo Immortal is also part of Blizzard. So Diablo Immortals made so much money so far in the two weeks that it's been out that technically they don't ever have to sell another game again. That's correct. For like the next three years to actually make a profit because Diablo Immortals is just raking it in, right? They're just raking in the money. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, let's see what else we got. Oh, nope. Stop it. We don't need that. Uh what is this? We don't have that. The rest of them are just Overwatch. So Overwatch 2 is getting rid of the loot boxes inside the game. Uh, it says the original Overwatch game had unique monetization model at the time. It releases all new Overwatch heroes and maps would be released completely free of charge with players having the option to acquire additional cosmetics through loot boxes. Loot boxes weren't all that controversial at the time, but in the years since, what do you mean? Overwatch came out the same fucking year as Star Wars Battlefront 2 with the with, with the the loot boxes and that that game got fucking obliterated right so that's just it's just funny so but in the years since they'd also have been called uh predatory on some countries going as far as banning them so it's expected that overwatch 2 would move away from loot boxes and now it's been confirmed blizzard has confirmed that overwatch 2 will not have loot boxes overwatch will be completely free to play which new heroes and new maps give away away for free to all players as well, but it's making some big changes to its monetization. Instead of loot boxes, Overwatch 2 will utilize a battle pass, which players are able to purchase a new battle pass every season to get their hands on exclusive cosmetic content. Overwatch 2 will also be introducing a store where players can buy new content directly instead of rolling dice with loot boxes. Hmm, Sarge. So do you think the loot boxes, uh, let's say when they, they charge you full price, remember... Remember, Overwatch was supposed to be a free-to-play game, and then they decided to charge $40, okay? And then they had loot boxes and monetization on top of that, right? Now, it's a free-to-play game. Because they wanted their upfront money. That's so, how much do you think, like, let's just say uh, if, they, if, they're, if it was paid and then they sold you before, it was probably like, let's say, 3 to $5. How much do you think a skin or a character will be now in Overwatch 2 
Fortnite Fortnite level. Well, Fortnite you can buy bundles for like twenty bucks, right? So well, do you think that, but not originally, right? Right. Well, so Fortnite level right now, Marvel's Avengers, what nobody plays that game. Like very very rare people play that game. They're charging anywhere between seven dollars and fourteen dollars for for one skin. So I see those prices, but then it's Blizzard, so you got to add the tax, like Disney tax. You know, like Disney, like a regular figurine will be ten dollars, but if it's a Disney figure, it's like fifteen dollars. So I see Blizzard if it's like a ten dollars skin or fourteen dollars skin, it'll now be like a nineteen to twenty dollars skin, right? This is what I, yeah. this is what I feel. Yep. Yeah. What do you, what do you think, uh, chat? I'm I'm never I'm never gonna fall for the fact that you releasing a game for X number of dollars, regardless of what the X number of dollars is, that you believe that selling me skins or battle passes or whatever else you think you have to sell me to actually enjoy the game is is correct in any way. Right? The gaming industry was built on innovation, quality, community, and badass games. And we are so right. far from that right now, right? And everyone just gets, every year gets worse because they, everyone just gets used to it. You're just used to it. Like, I'm paying for skins. It's not a big deal. Shut up, Sarge. It's just skins. Like, you never had to pay for skins. The skins were in the game or you right. had to find them yourself. Like, it, it just slowly is changing over, slowly changing over. And there's no quality control. You don't get any, there's, there's no, there's no day one game. It's a day one patch. It's a half-ass game. Uh, it's it's just it's sad. It's just sad. I, I I am a gamer, and all things related to games, I really enjoy. But every time somebody else comes out with some other kind of new bullshit, it just basically tarnishes the reason why I like games. Right. Uh, was there a game that stuck out for you, Sarge, in the Bethesda showcase this past Sunday? Was there a game that, that stuck out yeah, for you? I, I really like vampires. I was really hopeful. The Redfall? For Redfall, yeah. Here, I'll, yep. I'll, I'll play Redfall real fast to show uh, just some yep. some footage. Yeah, I thought Redfall looked good, but I didn't know much about it. Again, it looked like Back for Blood and stuff, but it did seem pretty interesting. I uh, love vampires. I, I'm, I'm excited for any any company that has half a brain and a history and it can read. Uh, to make a legacy a game, I would love to see a remake or an, a, a, a sequel to that game. Here's that gun I was talking about. She has a shotgun in her hands right now. It's pink. It's got the gun, like the stickers and the names written on the side. Right. I feel like this is going to be a cosmetic uh, gun, or maybe it's a legendary gun because this is a looter game. Right. There's there's levels of green and and blue and purple guns that you can get. Yeah. You're so this, welcome. You're yeah. welcome, Borderlands. Yeah. So this this is a. Uh, going to happen if i fast forward a little bit you'll, you'll see the other guns that that happen uh right here all the guns they show after this are just very basic they're just the the gun metal the the cream color the gray metal you know what i mean like that's all it is so all the all the guns they show after this is just all normal guns right that's why i think obviously the skins and stuff are going to be a thing uh, and same with the outfits again i love that you get you pay for outfits in a game that's first person so you never really see your outfit but that, everybody but, else does but that's but that's the insult of all insults right you are paying you are paying for a skin for everybody that else you see don't it. see yeah. so you look cool to somebody else so they buy the skin that you're wearing so they can't see it <laughs> right. right it's right. it's a fucking end it's insulting it's insulting yeah one of the, one of the games that i was excited for that i didn't 
realized was a thing uh, was this game, which is called High on Life. High on Life, uh, this looked really interesting. This is from the creator of Rick and Morty. Now, I've never watched Rick and Morty, okay? Uh, but this game looked very interesting. Look at the guns in this. They all talk to you. They're, 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 they're part of an alien race called the Gatlin, right? And they're all like, they look like guns, but they're not guns. So you pick them up and <laughs> the start... Hyper the hyper bong yeah that looks hilarious so i give points to this i give points to right. this this probably won't be a, a gigantic game but it does look very interesting the that very look very high quality the guns look very interesting this well, is the character the characters are the guns yeah this is, this is a step in the right direction yeah this is it, it's You're, pretty you neat. are trying you are trying something new there's there's boss battles this is one of the bosses that we're seeing here with the the praying mantis looking alien uh these little bullets like splatter on people and they walk around. They're like aliens themselves. It seems pretty interesting. I don't know. This is a good acid trip right here that you, that you got. Yeah. that I said that mantis the other day when we looked at this, right? I said, it does look like journey to the, to the savage planet, which was a great game by the way, uh, which is now off game pass, but it was a good game. You can pick it up for like 11 or 12 bucks journey to the savage planet. But this, this looks very interesting. Very interesting. Uh, uh, so I'm looking forward to this. this. This is Care Bears right here, Sarge. I know you're a little late behind, but this is 100% Care Bears when you see it. All right. So this this is interesting. I, I like I like what this is. It has a lot of potential, and I'm I'm looking forward uh, to oh, for sure. High on life. Uh, it looks it looks fun. Yeah, it looks fun. It looks uh, fun. Another thing that they're bringing in, um, Flight Simulator 40th anniversary. They're going to be adding uh, a lot of other planes in the game, more planes from the from the past. Like World War II planes, they're adding helicopters, which is a big thing. I I love flying helicopters, so now that they're bringing helicopters in, I might go back and play that game. Uh, there's a game called Ara, which is a is another game like Civ, Civ you know, Civ like a Civ game. Uh, looking forward to trying that out. Uh, Forza Horizon Hot Wheels editions coming out. Arc Two, Scorn. Uh, Flintlock. This game looks actually pretty interesting. Let me let me bring up Flintlock here for a second. Flintlock, uh, she looks like she has. It, it almost looks like an Assassin's Creed esque type of game, um, open world adventure type game. It looks very interesting. I like the uh, the style of it. It definitely does remind me of like an Assassin's Creed meets I don't know. I don't want to say Dark Souls, but maybe maybe uh, like. Yeah, like a Witcher, right? Assassin's Creed meets Witcher type of thing. It looks very promising. It looks very interesting. Looking forward to this when it comes out. I hope they can separate themselves from like an Assassin's Creed, not the not the same, but looks it looks uh looks pretty good. That's Flintlock. Let me bring up another one. Yeah, Assassin's Creed meets Forspoken. That's that's a, that's a good a good example. This one was pretty interesting, and I've, I, I mean, I, I, call, I called this years ago. I said they should take Minecraft and make other genres of games, and we got Minecraft Dungeons. And then I said uh, that they should make other games like this, and this is a real-time strategy game that's coming out for, for Minecraft. Let me, let me fast-forward a little bit so you can see a little bit of the gameplay. It's like right at the end here. Right? So it's going to be a, uh, an RTS... And it it seems interesting, right? It seems interesting. Let me let me back it up a little bit. It's got the. It's funny. My my son looks at this and goes, "Does it have one point nineteen in it?" I go, "I have no idea. The game's not even out yet." He goes, "Well, 
<laughs> he goes, if it doesn't have 1.19, he's like, the mobs are not going to be the, the same. I go, it's not the same game. He's like, I don't know. <laughs> so, so it's it's not it's not a big sell for him right now at this point, right? Because it doesn't have 1.19 in it. But I don't know. Well, if he sees if he sees the warden in it, he'll be fine. Yeah. Let's be said. Yes, if the warden was in it, this this game is called Lightyear Frontier. Lightyear Frontier almost seems like a No Man's Sky esque game because if we're going to compare Starfield to No Man's Sky, you got to compare this one as well. You got to be fair across the board. Uh, obviously, I don't think there's inter intergalactic travel. I think you're just on a planet and you have to farm the planet uh, and what you're doing. And you're in these mechs, and while you're in these mechs, you're you're grabbing resources and trees and. Uh, minerals and then building supplies and farms and whatnot. So it's like Minecraft meets No Man's Sky meets Mech Warrior. Uh, so this looks interesting. You can upgrade your gear to have different things. Uh, so this looks like a cute game. I'll try it out when it comes out. Uh, obviously because uh, this is on Game Pass, Sarge. This is on Game Pass. This is Lightyear Frontier. So it looks very, very kind of relaxing. Uh, esque type of thing. Uh, we have it's uh, another game we have here. Uh, we have Neurotica, Neuraka. Sorry, uh, Grounded. Grounded seems like a very cool look. I like this game when it came out in the early preview program. Uh, Grounded, and they actually finished the story. The story comes out in September. They've added a bunch of other boss battles in this game. You have to fight a praying mantis now. There's other hidden bosses they haven't told about yet. Uh, there's a story mode. They've added different areas in the back, uh, in the in the backyard. This is like a survival game. Uh, well, not like a survival game. It is a survival game. Uh, they've added different kinds of spiders and different kind of insects and stuff. Oh, this is this is that game, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, the grounded game. Yeah. yeah. So it's actually finished and coming out in full release in September. Uh, you, still got the, you still got spider problems. Yeah. Yeah. So. This is cool. I'm I'm excited to jump back into this when it when it's when it's done and it actually has a, a complete story. Yeah, it's it's great, Santos. It's great. And, and if anybody wants to play with me as I as I jump back into it, you're more than welcome to join. Uh, join in. Um, all your progression progresses. So if you bring your character in, you can, you know, level up and, and build stuff. So again, this is like Minecraft, Sarge. You would like to play this, but in the backyard. It's honey, I shrunk the kids. Right. It's exactly sure. what it is. Yeah. This is a definite Minecraft, very successful game. They got over 10 million people that that play this game. So, well, it's it's innovative, it's fun, and it's for kids. Good game. It looks good. It looks like it's fun. Yeah, the graphics look good. Yeah, I think the graphics fit it. I think I think the graphics fit very well uh, with it. Uh, and then one of the big things that we we had was Diablo Four. Diablo Four. Now, a lot of people have reservations about Diablo because of what's happening with Blizzard. I, and, I, didn't, I didn't pre order. And Diablo, well, obviously you didn't pre order. Okay. Oh, you said, I thought you meant reservation that way. No. Never mind. Hey, Diablo. You're, you're thinking, your reservation, you're thinking about it. You have your reserved thoughts about it. Right. A lot of people have, they're like, eh, it looks really good. It does. It does look very good. But the microtransactions from Diablo Immortal, they've come out and said, uh, they're not going to have the same microtransactions as Diablo well, Immortal. Not, not the same ones. Right. But they have to try something different. They're gonna, they're gonna have something. Uh, well, you, they they did the auction house in the third one. They they screwed it all up. They're just trying to revamp what they did back then. Right, but it's an open world. It's gonna have. It's basically like an MMO. Okay, it's an open see. world. There's uh, there's boss. There's it boss. There's boss. Uh, world bosses. Remember what we talked about in Destiny, Sarge, about how all of a sudden like random events of world bosses would show up. Diablo yeah. has it. Diablo has oh. that in the game. 
Oh, well, that's right. That sounds good. And obviously, they're going to have certain drops that fall from them and the random, so you really don't know when they're going to happen. Uh, right. There's there's a whole champion system. There's also there's uh, PVPs where if a PVP guy wants to fight and he kills a bunch of people, right? He gets yeah. a mark on his back and he becomes like a loot goblin for everybody else. So let's say you go around ganking a bunch of people. Now you become like wanted. So then a whole bunch of people can attack you. And if they kill you, then they get loot, but not your loot. They get like loot drops from you. Oh, well, see, there's there's the fun out of it. So if you become if you're going to cheat and, and be OP in the game anyway. And I think that when you become the loot goblin, that when we kill you, you drop your. Loot. Well, here's the thing I see happening. That would be, are, that are, would you be ready, cool. are you ready for this? Well, I mean, I'm not ready for a lot of stuff. Know, technic technically, you would be like the world boss, right? If you're a person that's really good at the game, you could become a, a world boss where people right. try to kill you. But if you have a group of friends and you just go around killing them, then you would automatically become the wanted guy. And then your right. friends would just kill you and then they would get loot and then rinse and repeat over and over. So is, I, it, is it your turn to be the bad guy or mine? Right. Bro? Right. It's like uh, in Battlefield Friends. Okay, yeah. grenade toss. Now hit the grenade, and then we're gonna get the achievement, right? Like that's that's what it seems like you could you could do. But uh, well, oh yes, we'll see. Yeah, well, I guess we'll see. All right, this is one of the world bosses here. This looks pretty cool. Right, good like 10, 15 guys trying so, to fight him. So what? So what happens during multiplayer game? The camera pulls back quite a way. Quite yeah. A way. So during this boss fight, the actual camera does zoom back, so you can see the the whole boss, right? And there is a shared world and, and whatnot. So, uh, look, I, I despise Activision and Blizzard. But I am really impressed by the Diablo 4. Well, well, listen, but again, you should, you should I'm going to wait. Impressed. How long have we been waiting for it? Of course you should be yeah. impressed. It I, looks I, good. I'm going to wait because I, I want to know what the microtransactions is, is going to be. Okay. So that's what's happening with Diablo 4. Uh, one of the other things that's happening in Sea of Thieves, I thought this was pretty interesting. They have the captain's boat. The captain's boat is uh, basically, let me fast forward. You'll be able to customize your cabin inside your ship. You'll be able to name your ship. Uh, you, now, I want to know how this happens because we're both in the same world. Can I have my ship and your ship in the same world? Like, how does it work? Can I... Right, so you can you can it even says in the song you can name your ship as long as there's no curse words or bad words or whatever. You can't put like a, a bad word in your name of your ship, but you can you can put the uh, and earn stuff for your ship and decorate your ship now. So obviously more stuff for people to buy in the Emporium. Uh, so which is cool. I think this is again one of the better games out there as far as if you want to hire a venture, if you want to venture, just in in general, this is this is the the thing for you. You can earn stuff for your house, basically. You have your own floating house that you can decorate now. So, I think what happens when it, what happens when it sinks? Uh, when you, when it comes back, it would just be there again, right? I would assume. Okay. Yeah. So, and they have over thirty million people that play that game as well. So, Sea of Thieves. Uh, and let me see if there's another one. There's, I think there's one more game that I was interested in. Oh, and then we we got Starfield, obviously. Uh, so yeah. I think overall, I think I think they had a pretty good show. I know a lot of people didn't like, but there was there's a lot of little little uh, little gems that I thought were pretty good for the uh, Xbox uh, showcase. Um, I, what did you think overall, Sarge? Between the Summer Game Fest, maybe the PC. I don't know if you watched any of the PC Gamer Show, uh, Xbox Bethesda Showcase. What did you think of Naughty Three this year compared to past years? I mean, compared to past, year, I think it was a little weaker. 
I think it was a little weaker. I mean, some of the titles were good. That what what was coming up. Uh, there was a few key titles in each of the each of the presentations that were good, but overall it was kind of weak because a lot of stuff's not coming out. It's just not coming out. A lot of big titles are pushed on to the next year. Right. Yeah. So what are you really what are you really looking forward to play? I mean, there are some games to keep things interesting and fun. And don't get me wrong, I have games I still love that I still play. That if I'm bored, I just whip it out and play it again. Right. You know, I'm not I'm not too concerned, but um, I think Keeley did a good job with his presentation. I think a couple of the other um, companies that did theirs did they did an okay job. It, it's almost like that we have E3 without E3, so it's not like a huge deal. Yeah, there just was there just wasn't a lot of wow factor. That's all. Yeah, I, like I said, I was more surprised about Velheim being announced coming to Xbox than I was any kind of bigger game. Yeah, that was that was a surprise. But, but, but yeah. Valheim, I think, is one of those. Valheim to me is like a new uh, a No Man's Sky. It started off a little weak. It built up a following. Oh, people was, really like it. Yeah. And now, and now it's 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 going to go mainstream because it's going to go on Game Pass. Yeah, Duplass. I was very surprised that there was no avow, but we knew that going into it, they weren't going to do it, right? Like, there's still games that they didn't talk about, like Avowed, Fable, right? There's there's a lot of stuff that, you know, we know they're working on a dragon game. We don't know if it's uh, scale-bound, but we know there's a dragon game in the works uh, behind the scenes. So, I don't know. I thought it was pretty subdued this year, but at the same time, you know, you can't always have a blockbuster movie or bestseller, and no, this year was a, no. was a missed, uh, wasn't a big blockbuster uh, E3 event or not E3 event. So we'll see what happens and what they announce at the Video Game Awards show this year because that, that's Keeley's Stretch Fest Part 2 uh, where he announces a bunch of stuff. And we'll see. Uh, it all it all bolds up that 2023 should be a really good year, uh, but we'll see how many more games get delayed. The ones that got pushed to 2023 that say they're coming out within the next 12 months, we'll see if all those games come out and they're finished when they come out in early 2023 uh or late 2023 we'll see what happens there uh avowed was rebooted uh neutralizer says they said that it will be a long time before it's ready interesting interesting see that 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 makes me wonder that they showed so much gameplay last year of avowed and then all of a sudden they get bought out by a company and then now all of a sudden it's not ready back burner yeah they're like you can't put it out that would kill our uh or Elder Scrolls Six buzz, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, um, Elden Ring was supposed to have DLC, right? They were supposed to show some DLC, or DLC is coming out for Elden Ring. <clears throat> uh, they showed they showed a lot of about. I mean, obviously it was a quick forty five seconds to a minute, but you saw a lot of the game. It looked like Skyrim, right? That's what it looked like. We're like, oh, well, yeah, they're going to make Skyrim before Skyrim. Sean, you got Casey Jones unlocked? Yeah, she's good, isn't she? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll be live. We'll be live in just a little bit uh, to play it. So we do appreciate you very much. 314 is done and in the can. We do appreciate you very much for coming out and hanging out with us for Generation X Gaming. If you like what we do here, please make sure you share, like, and subscribe. Make sure you hit the notification so you know each Thursday when we go live or what we do here on 30 and Still Gaming. Uh, anything that you uh, like that we we do have this show every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern live on Twitch and YouTube simultaneously. Uh, we do appreciate you very much for coming out and hanging out with us. If you'd like to help us out, please make sure you share, like, and subscribe. If you'd like to go above and beyond that, you can become a member for as little as 99 cents, two ninety nine or four ninety nine. You could also use the uh, 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 
gifted memberships. Or if you're on Twitch, you can hit the follow buttons absolutely free and the subscribe buttons $4.99 and use your Twitch Prime sub. If you don't use it on us, make sure you use it on somebody on the Twitch platform each and every single month. Uh, otherwise, Amazon shoots another dick rocket up into space uh, with Bezos with some of his famous friends on the rocket. Uh, so make sure you use that every single month on somebody. Uh, other than that, we will be playing Turtles uh, Sh uh, Shredder's Revenge right after this. So don't go anywhere. If you're on YouTube, it should redirect you. If it doesn't redirect you, uh, may I ask Krebsy if you can put a link into the channel? Because I have way too many browsers open right now to to do something. Uh, if you could put a link in the chat for uh, for chat on YouTube, uh, Krebsy, and... Uh, so it redirects people to the next stream. We appreciate you very much, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Take care. Game on, guys. They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.